Hey everybody, this is Sandra. Welcome to show 25 of Toon Talks Podcast. I'm thrilled to bring you my chat with the amazing Sandro Cluzo in this show. Sandro has worked in the industry since he was 14 years old. He's worked for many studios, including Walt Disney Animation, DreamWorks, Don Bluths. He's worked with Ken Duncan and Sergio Pablos. He remains one of the most highly respected animators in the industry, and yet one of the most humble. It truly was an honor to chat with him. He's such an inspiring person with a unique and interesting career path. And if this chat doesn't inspire you to pick up a pencil and animate, then I don't know what will. But there's so much insightful information in this podcast for you, CG animator or 2D animator. I think you're really going to love it. Now, I haven't said this in a while, but I just want to take out a minute to thank everybody for all of the comments, shares and likes. I really appreciate you guys spreading the love. It's really wonderful to receive so many lovely messages and to hear that the podcast is reaching new people and that they're getting something out of it. It really is encouraging. So thank you guys. And um, without further ado, go ahead and enjoy my conversation about animation with the amazing Sandro Cluzo. So I know that you've been working in the industry since you're like 14 or 15 or something like that. And I thought it was a really wonderful story, but if you could tell it again for those who don't sure. know how you got into animation. Okay, sure. Um, I'll try to be brief because it's very it's complex. <laughs> yeah. um, pro- professionally, professionally, I started when I was 15 years old. I say professionally because that's the time when I was hired and got paid for to do the work, you know. Uh, but to get there, let me try to, I have to go back to explain how I got there. Yeah. It's a very interesting story in a way. Uh, okay, first of all, as, as I'm sure as every, everybody in, in the business, I always drew as a kid yeah. since I was very, very little. And in fact, my mother told me, I don't remember that, but did, she told me that I used to ask my uh, family members to pose for me. That's crazy. So I could draw them. Yeah. I don't remember that. I was very young, very <laughs> a little kid. And I, 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 she told me I used to draw things around, around the house, like a TV, sofa, everything. I, I was always drawing, you know. So drawing for me was like something that I did constantly. Mm. Every time, every every day. Were you drawing these objects, or you were were you drawing on the objects? No, 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 the objects. I, I'll have <laughs> my uh, paper, my paper, and I'll draw, look at the object, and, and draw. Yeah. Sweet. I, I was I was very good kid. I never drew on the walls. <laughs> I <laughs> on this, you, know, you did, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was a terror. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was I never did that, which is funny because I should have done that. <laughs> But anyway, that's, that's, I always drew, you know, yeah. all, all my life. Mm. And, okay, and then what happened is, um, I used to watch cartoons, of course, like, like every, every kid yeah. on TV. And um, I remember, one thing I remember was being able to, um, when I, to tell the animation if it was good or not. I could tell yeah. if it was better animated than others, yeah. even though I was very young. Like, I was very um, drawn to the Woody Woodpecker yeah. cartoon because it was better animated than the Hanna-Barbera cartoons <laughs> yeah. or the Japanese cartoons that I used to watch. Yeah. So I could tell. I was, like, drawn to that kind of an cartoon. Yeah. Uh, the Disney animation was very difficult for me to see here in Brazil at the time. Mm. Remember, that was, that was, like, in the 70s, uh, late 70s, early 80s. Yeah. Uh, in was for me for us here was before VHS before tape, yeah. so I had to see on the uh, the cinema, you know, theater, uh, the Disney films. But they used to they used to show the wonderful world of color, yeah. 
uh, every Sunday here on Brazilian TV. So they used to show little clips of, the, of classic movies, mm -hmm. little clips, like a one sequence from Peter Pan or yeah. any other you know, classic uh, animated films. So I was like, from, I was drawn to that kind of animation. Um, I, couldn't, I, I couldn't tell, you know, maybe I couldn't tell why, but for mm -hmm. me it was beautiful. It was like, it was more appealing than the Hanna-Barbera or yeah. Japanese. You know? For sure. But one thing I got from the, uh, the shows, the, the TV shows here, the uh, animation uh, TV series, was this was like it's very classic. It was very classic, like a combination of uh, Japanese, uh, American, European. We, at that time, not 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 anymore. But at that time, they used to show all kinds of animation on TV here. Yeah. We had like uh, I remember there was one channel that used to show from when I got back from school, like one o'clock. Mm. until 6 o'clock in the afternoon, all cartoons, wow. all kinds of cartoons. So I used to uh, be indoors most of the time, just <laughs> yeah. watching, watching all the cartoons, Japanese, Hanna-Barbera, you know, all kinds. And I used to copy them. Yeah. And I remember, one thing I remember, I, I could draw Woody Woodpecker very well, <laughs> because I used to draw Woody Woodpecker, you know, yeah. copy, you know. That's how I learned uh, drawing. You know? yeah. Uh, by watching cartoons on TV, but one thing, one thing I didn't, I had, I had no clue, I did, have, had no idea was how would you get a job in animation yeah. at the time. For me, it was like something so distant, yeah. you know. Yeah. And I, I, somehow I knew somebody did it, but I didn't know how how you could get a job. Or I, I had no idea there, there was an animation studio here in Brazil at the time. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I, for me, the next, the, the next step was. The most easy thing was comic books, because mm. comics uh, was something you could buy, you know, everywhere. And I knew there was a studio here. They produce comics. Yeah. They show they show a documentary on TV. And they show people drawing the comics. So I knew there there was a place here in São Paulo, where I'm from, that did that. They had they produced comic books. Yeah. So that's how, so I started buying comics and I started actually doing comics. My I used to create my whole whole the whole book like <laughs> I create characters. I did the cover wow. the stories. Yeah, I did the whole thing. In fact, my mother still has uh, like a copy of it. Okay. I'll see if I can borrow and post online yeah. so people. Can. It's amazing. very crude, very crude drawings. I was very young. It gives you know? the rest of us, you know, hope that you have somewhere to go. <laughs> But but that's how that's that's how I started um, was basically comics, not in animation. Even though I I knew I loved animation, but I like again I didn't have the personal Blair book or the yeah. Disney Illusion Fly. It was it was like I never I never knew those books existed. Yeah. And at the time, people have they have to remember it was before the internet, before mm -hmm. uh, there's no information at all mm -hmm. for for us here, especially for, here in Brazil. Yeah, and, and, and then, uh, so I did so. Comics was very common, so I did comics and create my own characters. And of course, the characters I created were basically, you know, copies of other characters. Yeah. Like for, for, for instance, for instance, uh, like I had a, a character called Porquito, little little pig, little pork, whatever you translate Porquito. It was basically Porky Pig with yeah. a different clo different clothing, you know. Yeah. And that's that's how I did the the, the, the comics, the stories. I used, I used to create characters, but mostly based on what I saw. Yeah. Uh, and also, uh, at the time, I didn't 
you know, so I never went to school, again, never went to school for drawing or animation, so I had to learn on my own, and I don't think my parents could have afforded this school for me at the time, anyway, but I, I never knew I had to go to school, nobody told me I had to do life drawings, <laughs> Yeah. so I had to, I just drew cartoon characters from the comics here on TV, and Okay, it didn't try to go a little quicker because it's complex. But um, what what happened is for me to get to be hired yeah. was I used to do these comics, write my own mm -hmm. stories, my, the whole book. And one time, one day, I was in class, uh, geography class. Mm -hmm. I remember. Yeah, <laughs> I had finished my you know assignment, and I was starting drawing, doing the drawings again, my my books, uh, while while the other kids were doing the tests, yeah. you know. Uh, I think I had, had finished earlier. Yeah. And then the teacher came by and she looked and she, and she asked to borrow the books. She said, okay, can I borrow your, your comics? Yeah. I said, sure. I was, I was, only, I was only 13. Oh my that. God. Oh yeah, my God. 13, maybe closer to 14. I don't remember exactly what it was, was before I was 15. It was like wow. 13 or 14. And so she took it, I gave it to her. And she, it, without no, me knowing, she sent the comics to this uh, author, Brazilian author here. And he's very famous. He's like a Disney of Brazil. Yeah. He has a. Uh, at the time, he sold millions of uh, comics every month, millions. Yeah. And he, he he had like uh, merchandise everywhere. Everywhere you go, you see merchandise. Yeah. You still see it today. He's very famous. Um, he had like um, a few anima animated. Uh, shorts on TV sometimes, yeah. very famous, everybody here knows, if, if you knows. tell somebody his name, everybody knows, very yeah. famous, and everybody wants to work for him here, you know, in comics, so she sent my drawings to this, to them, wow. somehow she got the address and sent it, it's, it was, it's here in Sao Paulo, this studio, mm -hmm. and, and then they, they called, they called me for an interview, mm -hmm. so, was to actually meet the author, the, the famous guy, you know, that everybody wants to meet. So I was 14, my teacher took me there, she drove <laughs> oh me to, to the studio, and I had like a, a few minutes only, because the guy's very busy, he's yeah. like a famous person, you know. Yeah. And he's, I remember he sat, sat down with us and started talking, you know, I don't remember what he said, but it, it was great to meet him, it was, very, mm. it was a big deal for me, you know. Yeah. And then after a few I'll say, like a couple of months, they offered me an internship to mm. work there in the comic department to do the comics. It was 14, I remember, I was 14. That's crazy. Yeah, at the time, at, at the time, not anymore, but at that time you could work at, oh. at 14 years yeah. old, you could. But still um, have the talent to be able to work at 14? That's, that's amazing. Well, yeah, so somehow, they, I'm sure my drawings were very crude, but I mean, maybe they saw something in them, maybe this, because I could draw, I could draw the, I could basically, not very well, but I could basically do um, staging, you know, yeah. like it's, it's, I could stage the scene with the, in the characters in the right place, maybe, I don't know, I could, they saw something in my drawings, mm. and they offered me the internship, and I remember they used to, to pay my lunch and my uh, transportation, I, and I, I went to school in the morning, and after school, I took a bus in the subway yeah. to go to to the studio to, to train. Yeah. And I remember they gave they gave it was me and two more kids, two more guys, young guys there, in a room. You had you had to, 
to copy the uh, original comics, yeah. the, the pages. They gave us the original you know, pages, like big pages. Mm. And we had to um, copy them. So we could practice the characters and the staging and everything. Yeah. So that was the training. So it was like every day going there. It was, was, was great. So yeah. it was the first time. Uh, before that, I never worked anywhere else. Mm. It was my first kind of job, you know. Uh, I was I was like um, I was training. I wasn't an employee yet, but I was. Mm. For me, it was like I was inside a professional studio. Yeah. You know? So it was very interesting. I was very young, and I, I, I was very stupid. I didn't know much, but they somehow they, they liked it, and I was like there every day drawing, drawing, and then. Uh, also, I met other people, professionals. Yeah. I, I could talk to them, and they would show me how they did things. You know, it was very, very nice. And it was like a big room, like a huge room with everybody together. Mm. And only the very important people had offices. You know? <laughs> yeah. But most of the people are in one room. It was very, very interesting, very nice. Um, and then I, I was happy doing that. And then I met this girl, this lady, actually. And she was a veteran at the studio. She had been there for a long time in comics, but I learned she was working in the animation department for the studio, and I didn't know they had an animation yeah. department. Yeah. Uh, later on, I found out they actually bought a studio from somebody else, from yeah. another artist it, that became part of the group. Okay. Uh, so she was working in animation, and somehow, I don't remember much, but I remember talk, she asked me, would like to go see, visit the studio, the okay. animation. And I said yes. So at lunchtime, she took me to the uh, to the animation department studio. It was a different building. Uh, we had to walk, in a, like a, maybe a few blocks from the comic book yeah. studio, uh, different building. And it was the lunchtime. There was nobody there. But that was the first time I saw desks. That's nice. The animation desk <laughs> yeah. and the, the, the you know the the paper, the stack of animation paper. It was like. For me, you know, at that time, I remember had had seen some documentaries on TV about animation, so I knew I had seen on TV the desks, yeah. you know, in, in, in the studio. Um, so it was the first time I was able to touch, you know, and see. <laughs> yeah. And then she, she flipped the scene for me. That somebody from somebody, she flipped. I was like, wow, the character was moving. It was, mm. I was hooked, you know. Yeah. And I was like, I want to do this. This this is what I want to do. And, but the, 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 the funny thing happened after that. Uh, I was, again, I was very stupid. I was, I was a kid. I, I was very naive. I didn't know anything. And we, we went back to the comedy book department uh, studio so I could continue my work. Yeah. But before I went, uh, went upstairs to my room, she took me to a different office where they had this lawyer. I remember it was a guy with a tie. It wasn't an artist. You can tell. Yeah. Uh, you could tell. It was like law books in the back. Yeah. Uh, the guy had a, a suit, tie, very like, very like business, a business guy, you know. Yeah. And she, I remember she asked him. No, she said to him, she knocked on the door with me, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't remember his name. She, she, she said, you know, Sandra here wants to work in animation. And I didn't ask to work in animation. Yeah. She, she said, she yes. And the guy said, yeah, just hire him, just like that. Oh my god. Yeah, it was weird. I was like, for me, I stood very stupid. I was like. <laughs> Maybe that's how it is, you know. <laughs> and that was it. And I went back to my uh, my my desk to yeah. continue the comics. 
And then the same day, after, I mean, a few hours after, the, the manager called me in, the manager of the comic book department. And, she, and the manager at the time was the wife of the, the author, the creator. Oh, okay. She was very powerful. Everybody had, was afraid of her. And she called me in her, her office. You know, in there, very happy. <laughs> okay. I, I, didn't know any, I didn't know what happened. And she was like, she, she locked the door. She closed the door and she was like, she started screaming at me. Oh, my God. It likes... I heard you went to the animation studio, and if you're not ha you're not if you're not happy here, you're gonna be fired. I don't remember the the, the words, but she yeah. fired me right oh there. Fired me like just she she was like you you just get out of here. Oh. And everybody in the room, the, the actors, everybody was quiet. You know, oh. everybody was quiet. And I was like, I was I didn't know what to, what to do. I was I was almost crying. I was like, oh my, you know, I was thinking my teacher got this job for me. Yeah. And my parents were proud of me. And, now I'm I've been fired, you know, and then I went back home because she asked me to leave. Mm. You know? I went back home, but I didn't tell my parents. I was very <laughs> embarrassed. And I was like thinking about I couldn't sleep very well. And the next day I went back there and I wait for her to come in mm. and ask for uh, my job back. You know, yeah. and she said, "What are you doing here? Just I, I fired you. Just just go away." And I was like, "Yeah, that, that this is it, you know." Oh. And then one guy. There's this guy, I don't remember who he was, but he was very important, he had an office. He, was very, he, he called me in, he said, Sandro, before I left, he said, Sandro, bring your drawings, let me, let me see your drawings. And I went to his office, he closed the door, he looked at my drawings, and he said to me, I, I never forgot that, he said, Sandro, your drawings are great, it's not because of your drawings, yeah. that, you're, that you're being fired. I hope it works out. Oh. And then I learned that they had a... a, a they didn't get along with the comic book department and, and the, the animation, animation department. Yeah. And, and the manager, who was the wife at the time, and she was very angry that I, I went to look for work at the mm. animation department. But I didn't ask for, yeah. for you know, I, I couldn't tell, I, somehow I couldn't express myself. Maybe she, I, nev I was never able to tell her. It was the other girl who actually asked to, to hire me. Yeah. So it was a big you know, confusion, and I was fired, right? So that was it. So I went. I told my my, my parents, and my dad called her. He said, "This is just a kid. He never worked. Give him a chance." And she was like, "No. When he grows up, he gets more. You know, when he when he gets older, he, maybe he can come back. But not now." That's so cruel. And, no, she was very. She was very not very nice. You know, <laughs> but but again, but the thing is, for me, it was the best thing that ever happened to me. Like I tell people that story because sometimes a bad thing might turn out to be a, a really good thing. Because, you know, in the studio, I remember, it's like a guardian angel. I don't know, I don't, was the, I was a, a girl, I don't know who she is, I don't remember her face. I have no idea who she is, but I remember she came with a piece of paper with a telephone number. Yeah. And she said, Sandro, call this number, it's one of the best studios in, in Sao Paulo, animation studio. And I took the paper, I was like, kind of, you know, almost crying. So I, I don't remember who she was. Yeah. Even to this day, I don't know who she is. But she gave me that num number, and that number changed my life. Mm -hmm. Because I called the number, it was a, a studio here in Sao Paulo at the time. And they produced TV commercials. Mm -hmm. And the, one, uh, uh, the, the most important TV commercials, in, in best quality TV commercials in animation yeah. in Sao Paulo at the time was produced in that studio. So... By that time, I had a few anime. I had Preston Blair by that time, the Preston Blair book, mm. uh, because I was 
somehow was, because I was working in comics and I met people and when you meet people they start telling you about books and yeah. things and, I, and somebody told me about that Preston Blair I was like blown away when I saw it <laughs> of course so I had the Preston Blair and I was like practicing Preston Blair and I did, I did some animation when I called that number that the lady gave me the girl gave me uh, I had some samples animation samples very crude but I had some animation based on the Preston Blair yeah. what I learned on the Preston, Preston Blair so I took, I made an, an appointment, took my drawings there, and the, I remember the owner, he looked and said, okay, I'll give you an internship for a month. You can come here and, and train. It was the same deal, you know. They, they paid my, uh, actually, he didn't pay me anything. Oh, my just, God. <laughs> yeah, but for me, it was like, for me, it was like, great. I was, yeah. I was in an animation studio, and I was going to learn. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was great, you know. 14, you know, yeah. my parents gave me the money for the bus, so it's okay. But then the first day, I remember the very first day, there was two guys there, uh, rough in betweeners, and they were produced. They were working on a commercial, a TV commercial, with this, this little bear. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember what it was for. But then I was I was there at my desk, and they gave me two extremes, two in between. Mm. They, they explained to me, Sandra, you have this key here and this one here. You just do like a drawing in between. My very first day, and I did it. Right, I did it, and they look and they flip. Hey, it works, <laughs> and they start give, giving me production work. So I was producing the very first day, yeah. and then I was like, oh, I was starting to get a little more clever. I was like, okay, um, they don't pay me anything, but I'm producing for the commercial. So I, I went, I went upstairs and uh, asked, can you at least pay my bus? You know, the, the, the transportation, you know, yeah. because I'm producing. Yeah. So oh, of course, you know. Yeah. And then uh, I started producing, working on the commercial, and uh, after a few weeks, they ha he hired me uh, as a full-time employee, nice. like before a month, wow. uh, the end of the month. Yeah. He, he hired me as a full-time full employee, as a rough in-betweener. Mm. Nice. So that's how I started. So, from, and I start, so then I started to learn. That, that became my school, because yeah. I didn't go to animation school or drawing mm. school. So the studio became my school. And, and then I started meeting the animators, and the animators who worked, they were like freelancers. Yeah. They didn't work in house. They would, so they would come in with the work, mm. with the scenes. And they were the best animators in Brazil at the time. And when I saw the quality, I was like, what's Disney quality? There's yeah. this guy who I remember seeing a commercial that they just produced, had just produced there. It was like a Disney quality. I was like, wow. Yeah. I mean, the best people are here, you know? I'm working with the best people. So I was in between for them, you know? Yeah. But uh, so that became my school. So being fired from that comic book, yeah, uh, the part was the best thing because was, you know I started learning in the best studio in Brazil at the time yeah. with the best people. That's, um, that's, so that's how I. That's why I got to be be hired as a professional when I was fifteen. Yeah, and then you went to Dan Blitz when you were nineteen. Somebody, I'm not sure who told me this, but somebody said you could barely speak English, or maybe you couldn't speak no, English. No, 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 I couldn't speak English. <laughs> uh, okay, what happened is that I worked in this com TV commercial studio for, I would say, four years almost. Mm -hmm. From 1985, like, uh, yeah, four years, 1985 until maybe the early 90s, 1990. Yeah. Uh, so, I, again, it was my school, right? Yeah. So I was learning in, at, at the studio, it was great because... Uh, I was rough in betweener for at the beginning. Of course, I had to start as a rough in betweener. Yeah. I did clean up, you know, all the all this 
you know, this you have to start that way, you know. Yeah. But then I but then I did my own tests, personal tests. Mm. And I was getting I was learning. I was learning very very fast. In fact I have another story. I, to be honest, I never had a mentor and I never learned from the animators. Uh, like they never sat down to yeah. show me how to do things because they didn't want to to, to train me. They, don't, they didn't want me to learn. At the time, they had a, a thing here that if other people are learning, they would take their jobs. Yeah, yeah. They were afraid of that, which is was so, stupid, was so, but, yeah. so stupid and so bad because they never, they can never stop anybody from learning. Yeah. You know? so that's what happened to me. So they never, it's a frustration I have because <laughs> I, I see many people, they have mentors, mm. you know, they learn with, you know, with talk animators. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And I, I had I never had that. And they never and I remember I was very eager for them to come into the studio so I could see them and talk to them and see their work. Um, and they would come and I, they would never show me anything. You know? That's really frustrating. Yeah. yeah, and so I never learned from them, but I learned by working on their on their scenes. Yeah. So I would <laughs> take the scenes in between and try to understand how they did it, how they drew it. That's how I learned by working on their scenes. And doing personal tests. Yeah. And that's how I learned. So, so I was learning. Then after a couple of years, maybe less, I was getting a little, doing some good animation. And, and the, my and the boss, I remember, gave me a very simple commercial to do, like my first commercial to animate. Wow. Uh, the major commercials, like for the, like national commercials for the whole country, would go to these guys, experienced yeah. guys. But some local things, very simple things would be only showing like one stage or something simple. He started giving to me. And for me it was great because I had to um, sometimes storyboard it and do layouts and yeah. plan and do the animation. I had to do the whole thing. So yeah. I started learning all the, the whole process, you know. That's incredible. So I started doing everything. Sometimes I, I even went to help shooting uh, the, the animation, the traditional camera, you know. Yeah. I had to go to the lab the next day, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> Did anybody show you about layout or anything like that, or you just... That's the thing, that's the thing. nobody. Nobody showed me anything. And I had to learn again by looking at the layouts, because these animators, they used to make their own layouts. Yeah. So I remember I had, to, I had layouts so I could work uh, doing the in-betweens and uh, work with the layout. Mm. So they, I had the layout, so I could look at the layout and, and see that they had a camera movement there. Yeah. And so I, I had to see every, everything, try to absorb, absorb everything I could. That's but nice. they never showed me why they did that, never. Mm -hmm. Which, that's my frustration because yeah. if they had done that, I would have been better earlier. Yeah, you know? much faster, exactly. Yeah, so, but anyway, I, I started learning doing, by doing it, so I had mm -hmm. to do it. So I made many mistakes, my, my boss was really great because I remember at the time, it was, see a long time ago, we used to do <laughs> sales. They used to, we used to paint on cells. Yeah. <laughs> now, right through the traditional way that many people don't even know we did that. So I remember one scene, one brush that I did, I had to had a, a long pen. And for a long pen, I had to have a long yeah. cell because otherwise, you know, I didn't plan well. So I remember the camera would go and then the cell would stop, finish. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Cell, and I was like, oh, oh, no. oh, I mean, the plastic cell would end and, yeah. it, and this, the background continues yeah. and the camera continues so it, that couldn't happen so it was my, my mistake 
So they had to go to inky paint for the whole thing to be done again. Oh my! I mean, this was a big, like a big yeah, mistake. My, my, but my boss was very, was very nice. He understood that I was learned by my own. Yeah. yeah. He, so he was amazing. I remember there was one animator, very powerful animator at the time, and I made a mistake on their on his work, uh, in the in the in betweens because he never explained to me. So I made mistakes for mm -hmm. because you know I didn't know what he wanted. He didn't explain. I made a mistake. He looking. He was so angry at me. He said, "You you don't know how to draw. You're stupid. You shouldn't be here." And the, and the animator. He said, "I'm gonna tell the boss to fire you." Oh. I was like, "I'm I'm done." You know? yeah. And then, it, and then but he ne never happened. He never fired me because he knew I was learning. Yeah. You know, yeah. by my own. So amazing boss. So I was learning, and. I got to a point where I was started doing major commercials, and the animator didn't like because I was taking. Yeah. I was that, that hap What happened was it was exactly what they were afraid of, yeah. you know. So I started doing these commercials, but then I was. I got to a point where it was like almost four years after I started there. I was doing all these commercials. In, you know, commercials you, the catcher comes in, he presents this product. And there's some stupid things, and it's not, it's not acting, yeah. you know. And I want to do acting. I was start to learn about animation. Like, I, I had the, I, my boss had the Illusion of Life. I, I used to watch, uh, not watch, the, to look at it, uh, Illusion of Life. Watch videotapes. At the time, we had the videotapes started getting here yeah. with the Disney movies. Uh, so I, I, I used to watch the Disney movies mm -hmm. in tape, frame by frame. <laughs> yeah. And so I was learning about animation, and, um, and I want to do that. I want to do the acting. I want to do the character thinking. You know. Yeah. So for me, the next step was okay. There's no way I could do this here in Brazil. I had to. I have to go to Disney. You know, to a place like Disney. But how can you go to a place like Disney from Brazil? And you know, it was very. It's like absurd. Nobody ever yeah. did. That. So then one day, I remember I saw the Secret of Name. Don Bluth, uh, first feature film, and I still love it, I think it's amazing. <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, wow, look at this, and it's not Disney, you know? Mm. It's not only Disney that can do this. I was, I was like, I fell in love with the, the design mm. and the animation that they did, that, that look mm. was different than what Disney was doing at the time. And I said, I want to work for this guy. Yeah. Then I, had, I remember I had seen, by, somebody had a copy somehow of the Space Ace and Dragon's Lair, and I was like, wow! And I had mm -hmm. somebody went to this, somebody traveled to LA and visited the studio, Dumbledore Studio. I don't remember who did it, but they, he brought some magazines, some stuff with the, you know, Dumbledore yeah. designs. I was like, wow! I want to, that's what I want to do. I want to work for this guy. You know, I forgot Disney at the time. Like, <laughs> Dumbledore is the one. You know, after me. Yeah. So one day there was like four years. It was 1989. I was like doing all these commercials. I was an animator already, you know. People knew me here. I was kind of established as an animator here in Sao Paulo. I, was, I actually became one of the guys, you know, the, the top animators. According to my boss, I wasn't <laughs> the top guy. He said that. But anyway, um, but I want to move up. I want to do Disney animation, that kind of acting, you know, yeah. working a feature film. And then somebody, uh, somebody had a booklet. Uh, about Sullivan Blue Studios mm. in Ireland hiring people. Mm. I mean, it's like a booklet to show the studio and oh, yeah, yeah. it shows all the. It, it, I remember it, it tells it, told, it 
was, was talking about all the departments, what, what everybody did. And mm -hmm. I was like, wow, I want to work. So th this guy has a studio in Ireland. Mm -hmm. I didn't, to be honest, I didn't know about Ireland at all. <laughs> Ireland at the time was so distant from yeah, us. Yeah, like, I, 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 knew any, I, didn't, I didn't know anything about Ireland. You know, it was so distant, you know. Yeah. Today it's different. Today there's so many Brazilians in Ireland. It's different yeah. today. But at the time I was like, who go to Ireland? Nobody goes to Ireland at the time. <laughs> so it was a, and then I, I got the address and uh, I, I decided to save my money for a year. Mm. I bought my ticket to go to, Ar to, to Ireland and knock on the door and ask for a job. So it was very difficult. I, I used to, I didn't get much money here. Yeah. Um, so I could get like $100 every month. Mm -hmm. I could save $100. And then I, I was able to buy my ticket, mm -hmm. a plane ticket, and I had like maybe $1,000, maybe, I don't know. And I flew over there. I flew over there. Um, to Ireland with no English. Oh my god. And it was you didn't, difficult. did you write ahead of time? Like write a letter to him or did you just show no, up? No, just show that. Crazy. <laughs> um, and then I was going by myself and then my, a, a friend of mine, I told him, he was like, Austin, I want to go with you. Yeah. So, because he used to work in animation in a different studio, but we're, we're very good friends. And I said, oh, okay, maybe I'll, it's better because I don't, you know, yeah. I don't have to go by myself, you yeah, know. Yeah, of course. So of course. it was kind of fun to have him. So we went together and I remember we, we got the address and we didn't know how to speak English, but we, we <laughs> told the tax driver, tax driver, this, this, this place here. Yeah. So we got to the studio, right? And we got there at the reception mm -hmm. area and we, we tried to explain, we tried, you know. We were here to sit down, oh. we went to work here, and we had a portfolio, you know. Oh. And they were, it was like, they didn't understand, they understood they were looking for a job, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sure. But we didn't understand them. Yeah. And then they called this, this, this lady, Canadian lady from upstairs, and she had a, I mean, she knew a little Spanish, and she had a <laughs> Spanish dictionary. Uh. We, speak, we speak Portuguese, not the same, but <laughs> it's similar, yeah. it helps. <laughs> it was the, was the closest they could get. Yeah. She came down. She she started to help, you know. Yeah. So it, we explained. You want to sit down, blue, and work here, and they were like, no, no, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work this way. You have to go back to Brazil and send your portfolio from Brazil. Oh. And we, we said, no, no, no. We don't, we don't understand. We, we cannot go to Brazil and, and send the portfolio. You have to know now. Yeah. And they're no, no. It doesn't work that way. Nobody does that. So we go back. It, was, it took a long time. Took a long time, and then she finally they they tried they talked to many people. They said, "Okay, go back to the hotel, come back tomorrow." Yeah. So we went back. It was very difficult. We, we, we were like very sad, you know. Yeah, it's so. Try planning. What, what are you gonna do if it doesn't work? You know, yeah. we go to London, try to get a job there someplace. I don't know. And then we, we couldn't sleep very well, of course. Uh, then we, we we went back again the next day. It's the same thing again. No, no, you have to go back into Brazil and. And then we sat there, and Don Bluth came by. And we saw he was like, he said hi to us, you know. Yeah. But we couldn't, we couldn't talk to him, no. you know. He just, he just walked by. You know, I, I, I look at my friend and said, hey, he's here. Yeah. At least he's here, you know. <laughs> like our, our hero, you know. Yeah. Uh, but like, we froze, you know. Oh. We couldn't, couldn't say anything. But then we, we insisted more more. And they said, okay, hold on. And they took our portfolios inside. We wait, and then they called us in. They said, "Oh, okay, let's let's go inside." I was like, "Okay, we're gonna go inside at least." Yeah. 
So they took us to the fourth floor where the Dumbledore had his office. Yeah. It was magical because he had our portfolios open on the table. It was in, uh, there were other people there, I don't remember, but Don went there and Don said, ask, okay, who is this portfolio here? It was my portfolio. He said, this is mine. He, I'm not kidding. He said, you're going to be an animator. <laughs> he said, like, just like that. Uh, my friend, uh, my friend who had the profile too, he said uh, he's gonna be your assistant for now. Wow! Because I, because I was a little better yeah, than my friend, so yeah. I was like, wow! And because I thought I was going to start as an in betweener, yeah. rough betweener, yeah. or cleanup, and then move up. Mm -hmm. I, he hired me as an animator right away. It was like That's incredible. incredible. And and my friend was my assistant, but I never used an assistant before, so he I never used him. He, <laughs> Did a test for a month. It became an animator too. Yeah. After a month, so we became animators. Mm -hmm. yeah. It was amazing. He just hired hired both of us on spot. That's incredible. Yeah, and then uh, was was my first time in a professional animation studio that did TV, uh, feature films. Yeah. With Don Bluth, my my hero, he did Nim. You know, yeah. I was like, oh, I can't believe we're here. And we got hired. They gave us a, a place to to live for six months. Mm -hmm. They gave us a, a tour. Through Dublin with a chauffeur. Oh! <laughs> scene. Yeah, it was amazing. Limousine. Um, and they gave us English classes every, every like a, a teacher would go to the studio to teach us every Friday English. That's so nice. Oh, amazing. They did an yeah. amazing things for us. And, yeah. uh, incredible. And I will never forget. Yeah. So I started learning um, the um, animation acting, you know, uh, for feature yeah. films with Dumbledore, you know, working there. You know, the, of course, people, many people don't like their movies. I, I understand. Um, well, the first movie I worked there was uh, uh, Troy Central Park. And that movie is it's not the same level as the other movies, like a name or, you know. I remember I was like, okay, this is not exactly <laughs> what I was expecting, but still, it's Don Bluth and we're doing a feature film. Yeah. Right? For, me, uh, for me, I was learning. Yeah, you know, absolutely. No matter what the movie is, it's hard. It was nice, or whatever. I was learning. I was working in a major studio. Yeah. With, with my hero, I was. I got it, you know. Yeah. So I was very happy, and I was learning. In my first scene, in my first scene, I'm, I'm not kidding. My first scene was a close-up. <laughs> like at this look, that will never happen. Yeah. They always give you like a small character to yeah, start. Yeah. If they don't know you. That that's what happened to me at Disney. I'll get there later, but but a dumbbell was a, like a, a close-up of the main character. Well, it was incredible. That's so that's that's how I got there. I, I, I just went there, they didn't know me, and my friend, and we just knocked on the doors for a job. What was that first scene? Do you remember? Was, uh, yeah, it was, um, it's a little noise, right? There. It's hailstoning. <laughs> wow. Okay, okay. No, the first scene was uh, the kid from, uh, one of the main kids, he started crying. Because I don't remember the movie much, I don't watch a lot. Yeah. Like he was, cry he was crying for some for some reason. And I had to do him crying. And I remember he had live action footage. Like dumb looking, I don't know if you know how he works. Yeah. He shoots the movie live action. Wow. Um, well, that's how he did most of his movies when I was there. Yeah. It, it should be everything live action for reference. That's kind of like so, they do at Disney, right? They would shoot live action and then. Kind of rotoscope? Yeah, yeah, like uh, the old days, like um, Cinderella. Yeah. 
It's the same thing, yeah. But but what he but I couldn't trace it because if I trace it, it would be very stiff. So I had to push it. Yeah. And uh, somehow I knew I had to do it. You know, mm -hmm. he told me and I had to. I did it. He was like he was very impressed. He was like, "Wow, you not perfect. You know, you yeah. you, you push it and he, I don't know. He he proved it right away. Like <laughs> incredible, you know. And one thing I noticed was like in Brazil, people you know put me down or. You'd say you I, you don't know how to draw. You're gonna be fired. You know it's very that way. You know yeah. it's very difficult. But Don was like, I remember him. And for the next scene I did, uh, he said, "Sandro, can I give you a suggestion?" He would ask me yeah. like, "Wow!" Yeah. He's asking me if he can give me a suggestion. Of course, I want the suggestion. <laughs> but he's just very polite. Yeah. He's very so different than nice. people here. You know? Yeah. So he would draw over for me. You know. He was my first supervising major. He was my personal supervising major. Yeah. That, that lasted for like a couple of months, and then he was very busy directing the movie. Mm. I was giving to another supervising major. But he was my first one, and he, awesome. he spoke a little Spanish oh, um, because nice. he, if you know his his, his history, uh, he went to Argentina for a while mm. down to as a Mormon uh, for the church. No, oh, yeah. yeah. And, so he learned um, Spanish. So he, he could talk a little bit in Spanish with us. Sweet. Um, my friend, yeah. So that was, he was my first supervising animator too. Uh, it was amazing. Oh, that's cool. That's how I, that's how I got there. In, I work on three movies. <laughs> that's amazing. That's um, really sweet. Really, really sweet. A big difference between how you're treated in Brazil and how you're treated by Donna. Oh, totally. It's amazing. And also, also you, your country is amazing. <laughs> I love it. I fell in love with that place. True, yeah. your video is the only way I know where Don Bluth was. Everybody, they take me up that street and they're like, oh, Sullivan Bluth was here, but nobody knows the building. But through you shooting that footage of oh, out through oh, yeah. the window and stuff, I have an idea. I'm like, oh, that must yeah. be where it is. So, no, yeah. it's it was really good. I, I was glad I did the video, I shot the video because I was afraid of doing that because Gary Goldman. Yeah. Uh, he, didn't, he didn't like people doing that. Yeah. I knew that. And I was afraid that he would catch me. <laughs> because they, you know, they, they don't want people to see what's happening. Yeah, like secrecy that studio yeah. has. They, they, the studios, every studio has yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but I, I knew I was... Okay, the studio wasn't going well at the time. Mm. It was going down. It was, it was about to... We knew it was, it was going to close down or something would happen. And I was leaving anyway. I was... Uh, maybe I was leaving at the time, I don't remember, but I had to have something for me yeah, to remember. Yeah, That's why I did it. But I did so early in the morning, there was nobody there. Yeah. Only a few people. Yeah. You know, I, I wish I could sh had, had shown more like people yeah. drawing. And, but I, I was afraid. But that's the best I could do it. But there's any glimpse of what it was like back then for people like me now. It's it's so inspiring to see it. And I love seeing it. I'm so glad. It's because, fun. Right? Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, really fun. But uh, some technical questions. I'm wondering, like, you've been assigned a shot, so what are the steps you take before you actually start to animate? Okay. Uh, at the time, I wasn't very, um, I was still learning, and um, I did a few mistakes, I made a few mistakes, but now I have a, um, I started learning af afterwards, like, yeah. a, by studying more, yeah. you know, I realized, in, you know, talking to other animators, um, I got to a point where my system is, um, which I didn't do before, was planning. Planning is very important for animation. And I didn't know that. Before. Nobody, nobody, told nobody explained to me, right? Yeah. 
nobody explained to me. But um, I started learning, okay, uh, if, you, if you plan your scene before you animate, it's much easier <laughs> and you get, you get results quickly and with, with no problem, with less problems maybe. So planning, so that's a big thing for me to learn yeah. because I just started animating when I, I started working. And um, so yes, I plan first. Mm-hmm. I, the way I plan is the thumbnails. Uh, basically I do, on my thumbnails I do all the main keys. Yeah. First, I do like in, in sequence. I don't do like only a few poses. I do like the whole every key, every the key. way I see my mind. First of all, I close my mind. I try to visualize in my mind yeah. the animation, the, the playing, the, the movement, mm-hmm. uh, and then I, I do. A, I try to put down, trans- translate what I thought, what yeah. I what I saw in my mind on on the paper by thumbnail mm. because I don't want to forget. But by having that thumbnail, I have all my keys there. Very very simple. Uh, very uh, rough, no, yeah. not much detail, just the action, you know. Mm-hmm. And from there, I have a, I, exactly what I want to do. Even if I change a little bit la- later on, the, a big drawing, the, the final drawing, won't be a big major change. change. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. a few, maybe a few things, but I have my, by planning, I have my, the way, the way pretty much going to be. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's my a big thing I learned. So I plan, do thumbnails, and then I start animating, doing, I do some keys, mm-hmm. and I, I do a combination straight ahead in, in post pose. Yeah. For me, it works easier. You know. Can you I don't, I don't like, to, I don't like to only to pose. Yeah. And then have an in between or in between. I don't like that. I have, for me, it's more organic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hand drawn animation uh, is different than uh, CG. CG is more pose oriented. I'm mm-hmm. sure. Even though you can do a few things straight ahead, I know, but. It's mostly pose oriented, but for me, hand drawn animation is uh, it feels more organic, more natural if I do uh, more straight ahead. How do you can you explain a little bit about that? Because I know in your book I read it's thirty percent pose to pose and seventy percent straight ahead somewhere yes. roughly. I, yeah, the, the thing is, I do key poses for me to know where I, I can go to. Mm-hmm. Like I can I can I can start here and go to this pose and yeah. then to that pose. But in between those key poses, and, and not, not extremes, the key poses, yeah. right? It's different. But you can, you can, have, you can have 10 <laughs> extremes in maybe one or two key poses. That's, that's the difference. Your keys um, being your storytelling poses? Exactly. Storytelling. That's what Eric Goldberg yeah. calls it. Yeah. Storytelling <laughs> uh, poses. So I have those key main poses. Let's say, let's say, for example, the character is walking, uh, he's He's walking towards the door. Mm-hmm. He opens the door. So I have the, the main drawings where he, he's at the door. Now he he start the start point where he's at the door, mm-hmm. and when he opens the door. But be, in between those keys, main keys, I do the animation straight ahead, oh. the walk and everything. I do all straight ahead, or oh. whatever he's doing, gestures all straight ahead. But but I have the keys to, for me to arrive there. Yeah. I know what to get. Yeah. And the size and everything, just to just to control. Mm-hmm. But I like to do straight ahead because it feels more natural to me. Yeah, that's incredible. And how do you get into character? What kind of questions do you ask yourself about the character, or do you talk to the director? Have you yes, uh, prepared yeah, for the character's the char- role? You have to know, you have to know the character, yeah. who he is, and why he, why he's doing that, yeah. whatever he's doing the scene. I remember with Don Blue, he would um, we had live action. Then we got some noise I, on your end. You got wind? Is it windy? 
It's actually a plane. <laughs> yeah, there's an airport nearby. Ah, I see. Uh, it's sometimes kind of annoying, but... Anyway, it's, it's better than my studio. My studio is a little closer to the runaway. <laughs> so it's a little horrible. But, so yeah, we done Bluetooth had the live action mm -hmm. uh, reference. So we didn't have to do a lot of... Uh, I mean, he would explain to you what's happening in the scene. But with the live action, with the actor doing it, you know, you know what's going on. I mean, you know the body character is feeling. Yeah. And he pretty much hired uh, actors who did a good job, in a way, like good actors. Yeah. And he worked really hard on the acting, the live action acting. Mm. Uh, like, for, for instance, Anastasia, he shot the whole thing in color, uh -huh. with camera moves. It was like, like a whole movie. It's wow. very good uh, actors. Mm. It was amazing. But anyway, uh, so... But if you don't have that, let's say at Disney, when it was at Disney, the director, of course, you, you had seen already the, 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 the animatic or the, the real, you know, what's going on in the story, in the movie. Because yeah. you watch the, you watch the act one or act two, whatever, you see, you, you know what's going on. So you know where you've seen, you've seen it's going to fit in there, you know what's happening. Yeah. But, it, but the director's going to tell you, okay, the cat is feeling this way because of this happening. Is, for example, oh, he's very sad here, very sad in the scene, but I want him to be a little more subtle. He can explain to you what he wants, mm, yeah. what he sees. Yeah. And, but of course, by then you know who the character is, more or less, based on what you saw in the, in the movie, yeah. in the real. Um, yeah, but you never have to know the story, the character, and what, what's... You, your scene in the story, has to, in, in the sequence, has to fit in there, and you, you have to know you know, what the animator before you and yeah, after, and what they did, and... But we have to know the personality and character. Mm. Each one's different. And yeah. When I animate I like to know very well, because it makes, it makes, it makes a big difference mm. when you know the personality, mm. because each, each character is different, you know. Um, yeah. When you're starting on a new character, some people do like walk cycles to get into the character or something. Do you do anything like that? Do you do just some rough thumbnails by yourself of not poses that are going to be in the movie, just something to get into the character? Well, to be honest, I, I, it's a good idea. I think walk cycles for the character is the best to mm -hmm. establish like the very beginning of his personality. Yeah. But I, to be honest, I never had a time to do it. Yeah. Every, every production I did, I worked on, we had, we had to start right away. So it's incredible. Yeah. I never had the luxury of time to, yeah. do, to explore characters. Like, I know other, my friends, like Sergio Pablo's, other guys uh, who had like a month developing their characters, yeah. doing tasks. Yeah. I never had that. Never. So I had to start right away. Because all, all the moves I worked on was like, they had a problem with story. In, yeah. You know, there's no time to, you know, to do tests. You just have to jump in and do it. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I would say walk, walk cycles would be a major thing if you, mm. if you have the time to do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's always good. Or, or sometimes, but most of the time it's like, uh, uh, it's, it's a t like acting test mm. that you do. Mm. Um, I could do that uh, once on the, in person group at the time it was a different movie, it was, uh, uh, Something in the sun? Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> I, I, know really. I know. It, um, Kingdom in the sun. Oh, Kingdom in the sun, right? Yeah. And at the time, uh, because they were changing the story, I, I, I had some time to do a, a test with the character. 
like for act, just for a test, just acting. So I, I, I remember I went to the recording session and I, um, I got some sketches from the actor doing the, the voice and uh, had some footage and I did a test. I was able to do a just a, just a test. Uh, that's what, that's the best way because it can develop, you know. Mm. Even your even your, um, the design of the character you can develop mm. for model sheets when you do a test like that. Yeah. Uh, not only for the how the character is animated and it's moving, but also the drawings for the the other sheets you can. Yeah. I mean, it's the best way to do it. Yeah. But, um, I only had time to do once. <laughs> So when you're posing out a character, there's so much to think about. I'm wondering if you have any like do's and don'ts, any tips on creating a really good pose and maybe pushing a pose beyond what you might have in video reference. Yes, it's um, a good question. Because if you have a video video reference, like a live action reference, it the tennis is just pretty much stick to that. Mm -hmm. and, but yeah, so you, you have to you have to push. Sometimes I draw, I do a pose. And I animate that. Sometimes I animate, and then I look back. Say, well, it can be even further. You can push it further. So I'll go, I'll go back and leave a piece of paper, and I, I push more. Yeah. And it just for me, for me, that's my, my way. It's a, it's it's over. It's doing and redoing. Yeah. That's how I do it. Uh, for me. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I have a pass, like first pass, very quickly, mm -hmm. and I I realize I oh, know it can be even more pushed here. Exaggerated here, so I'll go back and redraw that. For me, it's redrawing. Redrawing you know? each time. And what do yeah. you look at? Is it like the curves of the body or like the arms yes. and the heads? Well, it, well, just like really strong poses, like mm. good silhouette and mm. good. Sometimes, like sometimes you do a scene where you think you you when you, you do a you do a pass, you think you have like weight. Mm. And let's say the characters. Is, um, is giving a punch to a character like a fight or something. You think you, you did something really strong and, yeah. and, and push. Then you, you see the test like, no, no it's, it's very weak, you know. Yeah. So you just go further and Keep another drawing, push yeah. more. For me, it's just like, for me, it's trying to find the force mm. in, in the drawing. Um, is it, for me, it's redrawing. I have to redraw. Redraw all the time. Um, same. Same here. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I, I, it's like uh, it's not easy, you know. No. Uh, some people, maybe some people, it might be easy for some people, but I feel that for Ed Goldberg, it's like you just do it and it's there. Yeah. For me, I use like uh, several passes sometimes. Like yeah. I, I have stacks of drawings <laughs> in the paper and discarded, discarded paper because yeah. I have to keep doing it and pushing and doing it over and over until I get to the good pose. Yeah. It's a little struggle sometimes. I have to do a very fast, dirt rough, yeah. you know, first, very rough, very quickly, and, and then I, I draw over and work on the drawing after yeah. that. Yeah. But I, I cannot do like a very light drawing, you know, like, like I can do, I don't know, for me it's like, <laughs> more like going keen, like I have to, you know, for yeah. me it's like the drawing is not important, to get in that pose, and it's, it in there. it's a struggle, and, yeah. and then when you have something more or less, then you go back and redraw, you draw on, on model, and, yeah, I cannot do like just like he does, just one drawing that's it, it's done. You know? It's insane. It's incredible. I don't think anybody else yeah. can do that. Have to do <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, has reading the voice behind the character ever changed your view of the character or has it affected how you might animate the character? Yes, totally. 
like especially yeah. like for example, um, I, I did the sheriff in Holman Ranch. Yeah. And they buy advice from Ed that some designs were designed. This I heard the voice. I was like, oh no, I have to change the design <laughs> because of the voice. I, I could see a different person, different character. Yeah. So I I, I did change it much, but I changed it too. No. Sorry, Sandra, I think we're breaking up a little bit. Oh, you're back. You're oh, back. Okay. I'm so, back? Yeah. You're okay. talking about the oh. sheriff? Yeah, the sheriff. So when I had to do some of these early designs, but then I heard the voice, yeah. and I realized how I had to change the design yeah. based on what I heard, you know. Uh, so uh, it's very important. It affects a lot. Mm. Uh, the design and the animation. And for, for that particular character, the actor was so good that Every time he, I heard his uh, line, yeah. I knew what to do. I knew, yeah. I knew how the animation should be. You know, it was very easy <laughs> because it was so good. It was like the acting was so good. You know? What did he look and like? Also, oh, sorry, go ahead. Hmm? No, no, go ahead. No, it, it's the same thing happened in um, Emperor, uh, *Emperor's New Groove* because I, I did all the like several miscellaneous characters. Mm. And I had the waitress in the in the bar and the restaurant. I had the some guy, the old man, um, all those small characters. But when I heard the voices of them, I could tell exactly what they were going to do. Yeah. The act. It's incredible because you, you just you can see the animation, you can see the act, you can see the act in your head when you yeah. hear a good, you know, a good uh, actor, you know, line. For sure. What did the sheriff look like before? Was he taller, shorter? Is a little taller and more graphic. Mm. Uh, yeah, so it's it's, a, it's a very different. I don't think it would fit. Maybe it would, but I don't. I don't think it would work really well with the, the actor's voice with yeah. the first designs. Yeah. So I had to make a little more chubby, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm wondering what performance do you love most that was done by somebody else, and what do you love most about it? Oh. So I mean, it, it could <laughs> be like from our generation or. Oh, all over. Or I mean. Anytime. Oh, for for me, uh, for me, it's milk call. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's the one that I study all the time, mm. and I'm blown away by the animation he did. Yeah. But also, like when I see Sergio Pablo's Doppler, it's like oh, I want to do that. It's incredible. Yeah, it's uh, amazing. And also, I mean, there's so many. <laughs> Every time I see something good from these guys, I'm like, oh, I want to study. You know? yeah. yeah. I study all the time. This guys. It's very hard to pick one. Very hard to. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if I had to pick, okay, it has, has to be just one. It's Bill Call for me. Bill Call is like number one ever. But uh, there's so many, you know, like Eric Gober. Mm. There's, there's so many different styles that I like too. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I study everything. I study everybody. And I see something good that with animation, I I want to go frame by frame and <laughs> see how they did it. Yeah. What what character did you feel you had the most input into the final result of? Okay, uh, the the ones in the Emperor's New Groove. Yeah. Uh, all those miscellaneous characters. Mm. I had the, it was like my characters. They gave to me. Said okay, Just go you know, it's yours. You, in, I had this, a blast. Also the um, home of the range, the uh, the gold Jeb. Mm. He was the sheriff. Yeah, yeah, both of them were like I could do the right. way I wanted. They left. I was so free, very. I mean, free to do the way I wanted. Yeah. Was, they were my characters. I would say those, those characters, you know, the shared, the gold, and all the characters I did on Emperor's New Groove mm. was like, uh, 
I would show a scene and the director, yes, you know, it was like, it was amazing. Well, you know, it was somehow I feel like I created them. Yeah, yeah. Because of the freedom. Yeah. Which characters did you feel you had the hardest time to get into? Oh, okay. There are quite a few, but the, 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 one, the most difficult one to get, to get started on was uh, the sprite in the uh, Fantasia 2000, the Firebird mm. segment. Mm. That was difficult because nobody knew how to do her. Oh. It was because uh, my first uh, Disney job it was um, in the Fantasia 2000 segment. When yeah. I, I left Don Bluth, I went to Disney, and I remember Don Bluth had live action. I remember I just left, had left Anastasia. Mm -hmm. You had to basically trace the stats. Yeah. The live action it was very rotoscope, you know, heavy rotoscope. So I, I moved. I went there from there to something that there was no model sheet. Mm. The character was very organic. You yeah. should change shapes and form. It was very totally the opposite. And, and I remember nobody knew how to do her. And the supervising animator, he started at the same time I did, the supervising animator. So he, he was starting at the same time as I, as I was starting. So he had, he had to be the one to yeah. know the character, yeah. establish the character. And he was, starting, he was trying to find out. Mm. So my first scene, the first thing I did didn't go well. Uh, I remember the director, uh, Two directors, the French brothers, the Britses. And I remember they, when they when they showed the scene, the supervisor was there with me. They showed the scene. I was like, no, 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 this is not the sprite. No, this is not. It. I was like, I was very afraid because of my first Disney job. You know? Yeah, I want to. I, mean, I had to be good. You know? But a supervisor said, I remember supervising Tony Rosa. He's still at Disney today. He said, no, no, let's go back and try figure out this. So he. He did some drawings for me, and I redid the scene, and, and then I showed again the pass, and they finally said, "Oh yeah, now it's nice, right." You know. But your second pass. Yeah, yeah to be honest, <laughs> it wasn't. Too, yeah, it was my second pass. Yeah. It's still right. But 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 I had the, I had the help of uh, Tony, the supervising uh, animator. Yeah. But uh, but the, but the, I never had that problem. Like somebody look at my scene and say, "No, no, it's not." Yeah. And that first time. That's that's why I say it was the. Well, it was difficult for me because it was the first time somebody, a director, looked at no, no, but, but he was kind of, he wasn't angry, but he was disappointed. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, because he, he, he got to see the, the sprite the way they visualized. Yeah. But the second pass was okay. And then after the second pass, all the scenes went no problem. Smooth. How did you tackle that? How did you animate her? Did you have a shorthand or something? Because as you say, she's very organic and it looked yeah. really tough. <laughs> to me. No, it was it was it was, it was dif difficult, but for me it was instinct. It was like mm. because it's so organic, I, I did it mostly straight ahead. Mm. Because I did most most of the animation I did it was um, it was in the sequence where she's running away from the firebird. Mm -hmm. She's being attacked and she's running away, yeah. going up tree. I did all that sec that section. So it was it was all action. Yeah, running away. So for me, it was like straight ahead and. And try to feel that she's uh, this woman with this half coat, maybe trying to get away. So for me, it was like instinct. Instinct, you know. I didn't have a formula. There's no mother sheet, you know. There's nothing. There was no mother sheet with her with legs at the time. Yeah. So sometimes she's flying. She doesn't have the legs. So we had to 
find find out as we did, as yeah, we animated. As you went. Yeah, but it was it was very interesting for to use the imagination. Yeah. But you're free, no, like like I said, I, I came from Dumbledore who had would shoot live action for us. So we had sometimes we couldn't we couldn't move we couldn't push it because it say no, I'll go back to the live action the way I shot. So it was it was very restricted to the live action. And this time it was like you're free to create, you know. Mm, so we could use the imagination. That that was a that was a good thing. Mm. Scary but good. It was lovely when she's running up the tree. I mean, the whole thing had a lot of texture to it, but especially when she's running up the tree, there's bigger jumps and some smaller yeah. steps and stuff like that. How did you figure out texture? Again, because maybe nobody told you. How did, do you remember? Or was that just instinctual? For, 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 but for that particular scene of the, going up the tree or everything? Everything in general. Because I noticed there was a lot of texture and it was beautiful. Those scenes were just gorgeous. And it just made me realize texture and how did you come to understand that term, texture in the movement? Yeah, again, for me, it was, I, I, I don't know how to explain, I cannot explain that. For me, it's like, uh, it's I felt, I, yeah, because sometimes when you animate in traditional animation, hand-drawn, mm. you, you kind of, you, in a way, you, you, try, you feel, what, when you draw, you're feeling that. Mm. The same, Let's, let's say if the, sometimes I'm doing a character doing something with it's very intense and I, I, and I do the same I, I, when I finish I'm kind of hurt in, in my shoulder because I'm doing same I'm so intense sometimes yeah so you you kind of feel what the character is doing and you feel with your with your body so it, for me it's, it's instinct it's like mm. I imagine how you know somebody would run from this monster yeah. how would you feel you know and yeah. you try to get into that. It, it, for me, it's instinct. It's like doing it and, mm -hmm. and, and feel it. You know. Yeah. That's why. That's why it's very difficult to pose that those kind of scenes. You cannot pose. It had to. There has to be straight ahead somehow. You know? Yeah. And when she's going up the tree, if you, if, you, if you people remember that if she goes up the tree, what they said to me was like, okay, and this this time when she's going up the tree, mm -hmm. she's a squirrel. Imagine it's a, a squirrel going up the tree. So I, I studied some squirrel. Uh, movement, live action, squirrel going up the tree or running. So, and also, if you remember, her hair becomes a tail, mm. a squirrel tail. Which is, so for me, it's like she, at that time she's a squirrel, like a, yeah. an animal, because she's she's the, she's nature, and she's she became a, an animal right there, running, coming up this tree, uh, this big tree, and she's a squirrel right there. And then when she gets to the top, she's a this creature again, this, uh, this sprite again, mm. you know, with the hair blowing, so. It was an incredible scene, blew me away. It was, it was a great movie uh, for, for me to start on, because yeah. it was, again, it was like, you know, nobody knew how to do her, exactly, you know. Everybody had to learn as they started doing it. Yeah, a real challenge yeah. coming from the way things worked at Don Bluth to... Totally, totally, because, <laughs> uh, you know, there's no live action for this project. Yeah, this guy. It's just like yeah. <laughs> for, for me, Disney was great. Was great, great to go to Disney because of the the freedom you had there. Mm. Because they don't, you have your character. They don't, they don't tell you, okay, we have this live action. You should live action. They don't tell you that. They mm. say, okay, have, make the scene work. Yeah. Beautiful, you know. And you you use live action if you want. Some animators do do because I know uh, they some they did some reference. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't have to, you don't, you don't, you don't do it. But as long as the, the animation works mm. for the the director, yeah. 
and works for the movie, that's what they want. Uh, so you're not, you have the freedom you know, yeah. to create, you, you also the, the, to create your acting at Disney because it, with Don Bluth, nothing against, it's, it's the way Don Bluth worked, mm -hmm. I'm not putting him down, I'm just saying he had the acting already done for us. Yeah. And as an animator, you, my frustration, that's why I had to leave Don Bluth at the time because mm -hmm. I got to a point where I need to go further and I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. Working there, I had to, I had to move on. So that's why I went to Disney. Yeah, so as an animator, um, the animators, they, 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 they want, they have the acting in their heads. They want to create the acting. That's that's what the animator does. Yeah. When you have live action, and you cannot, I understand live action as reference is important. Might be important. It could be important, especially for human characters. Yeah. Um, but if you, if you do exactly the way the live action is, you're not using your it's not your acting, it's what the actor did. Yeah. So that was my frustration. I want to create the acting. And at Disney, I was able to, well, the acting was mine. I, yeah. you know, if you, bad, bad or good, it was mine. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I created, you know. Were the animators more open with you there than they had been in the past with, you know, their process and how they do things? Was it more uh, inclusive? Where, at the... At Disney? Disney, oh yeah, everybody's... But for me, everybody was open to share. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I don't remember anybody who would be hiding or not talking to you. Yeah. Or everybody was very nice, open. You could, like, I remember going to Andreas. Andreas, could you help me with this drawing? Or I was very, everybody was very open. I, I love it. Everybody was so nice. Yeah, that's cool. Do you feel like you're still learning these days? And if so, what's the most recent thing that you've learned? Oh, I'm learning all the time. Every day I'm yeah. learning. Um, it, actually, I have, there's so much of the internet now. Yeah. <laughs> that, oh, I have folders and folders that I, I, I wasn't able to see everything that I have in my folders. Because there's so much. Everything, every time I see something good, like a good design, or I, I just put in my really folder. I, I have so much to study, you know. Yeah. So I'm learning all the time. And um, I still watch uh, classic Disney movies. And I watch uh, even... Um, Decision movies, good ones, Which recent ones? ones, like, uh, let's say, um, for example, um, oh, CG movies, uh, oh, CG, yeah, yeah. sorry, yeah, three years, no, CGI movies, yeah. like Pixar movies or Disney movies, uh, because there's some good acting there that uh, is so subtle, you mm. know, the yeah. way they do it, and I go frame by frame, wow, you know, I learned, you know, <laughs> yeah. like when I was at DreamWorks, and uh, I was working there for me in my shadow, and I remember some animators, they, the way they worked, but it's so subtle the way they do in CG, uh, and there's some some uh, some animation that some acting that's like, wow, well, I'll never do that. You know? yeah. So I was, I was kind of learning how, oh, maybe you can do that too. You know, so you're constantly learning. You know, yeah. constantly. I learn, I learn, I learn like every day when I see something mm. good on, online or a good movie. I'm sure this Zootopia now is gonna have amazing stuff that I it's can outstanding. learn. Yeah. It's outstanding. <laughs> Angry Birds, I'm sure I saw some stuff in Angry Birds and uh, anime in the trailer that was like, wow, this is great timing. Yeah. The time is so great here and I, want to, I wasn't able to frame by, by frame yet because I have to uh, download and mm -hmm. I, I didn't do that yet. But I know I'm going to do it because there's some great stuff there. <laughs> so there's always, there's always something you learn every time. Yeah, it's true. I noticed in Zootopia and most of the movies these days that the slight little movements in the brows and in the lids and 
and even when they're blinking a slight little squash in the face and yeah, incredible <laughs> it's incredible yeah. it's hard to do that and not make it look noisy but they it's do it beautifully that. my god yeah that's something that uh, I in hand drawn it's a little it, it takes more time it's more tricky to do because it, the drawings are going to be so close together yeah now and in between that's so yeah. it's, it's possible but it's difficult it you is know? very difficult yeah. that's awesome what do you feel are the three most important things you've done to get yourself where you are today? Because you're obviously incredibly talented and well established. Okay, uh, I don't think for me it's not only is not, not only, only three things. <laughs> no, it's not talent. It's like a lot of work. Oh, no. So hard, it's hard work. Mm. Uh, some people, I what I notice is that some. I know you're asking the three things, but I'm just okay. saying I'm gonna wanna say what I feel about. I see oh, some um, some students or in, uh, like new. The kids, they did, I don't know if I'm, I'm right or wrong, but I feel like they don't have the patience <laughs> to learn because when I when you if I learn, I learned as an I was an in between and I had to work my way up. Mm -hmm. It takes time to learn something. Some some of these kids I know, even from here, some kids worked with me here in my studio. They want to be animators right away. It doesn't work that way, you know. Yeah. So for me, it's hard work, and it, some people ask me, how can I get to be a, they want to get a Disney right now, and they're not able to because the level of the drawing is not there. Mm -hmm. and they, but they don't understand that. And I, I tell them, listen, there's no other way if you don't draw every day. Mm -hmm. And if you want to be a designer, you have to study the designers. You have to buy the art of books. You have to study that. You have to understand why they did that. You have to get online. There's so much online. I wish I had online, you know, like a website like they have today at that time. Where you just download stuff. Yeah. There's so so you have to learn in 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 so it's, it's hard work. Mm. For me, it's hard work. You study every day, and when you see somebody that's good, you if you can ask him, the person better, but if you can't, you just try to study by the work they did. Yeah. They yeah. do, um, and. I never give up because it's easy. It's sometimes easy to say, you know, it's, so, it's too difficult. Mm -hmm. I can't. I cannot do it. Uh, I, I know some friends who are like, uh, I feel like giving up if I can't get there. Mm -hmm. I said, no, no, just, just you have to keep. You have to keep up. You know, you, and you keep learning, keep practicing. And mm -hmm. it's not easy, but it's, you have to be constantly working. Yeah. For me, it's hard work. And I remember when I was, uh, I used to be the odd kid in the family. And maybe it's the story that many people have because I didn't, I didn't have a girlfriend. I was uh, I was just in my room drawing, yeah. you know. I was, I, because I was I really want to learn, you know. I I want to do this. So I was constantly weekends. I was in doing working, you know. Yeah. I, so I remember this uncle of mine. He he thought I was weird, and <laughs> I, I don't I, I don't know what the word is, the was, but. I don't think he, he I was the weird person, right? Because <laughs> I, I was always, I, I didn't have a life like other people had. Yeah. Because I was, I'm not saying that you have to do that, I'm just saying that's how I, I had to look, really work hard. People might, might say, oh, but he can just do his talent. No, no, it was a lot of work. Mm. I had to really put, put that, the hours, you know? Yeah. So then I, when I became like established and everything worked out, he came to me and said, Sandro, you know, I understand now why you did that. <laughs> but he was very against the way I, I lived my life because I was, 
was so much into animation. I, I really want to learn. And for me, it was just, I, I couldn't be bothered doing other things. I had to do that. Yeah. That's how, that's for me. So what I'm saying, my point is, it's a lot of work, especially mm -hmm. in animation. It's like Richard Williams said, if, you're, if you want to work uh, something easy, don't do animation, because <laughs> animation is the hardest thing to... Yeah. He's 80 years old, 80, some, 81, I don't know. He's, now he's saying he's starting to learn the way he always wanted to, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's like, that, that guy is like a constant inspiration for me. Yeah. Every time I'm kind of down, I look at his documentaries. There's a few documentaries on him, and I watched it, and I was like, oh, I feel like drawing again, because <laughs> the passion that he has, you know. It's incredible. I met him once, and I think I was congratulating him on the anniversary of Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and he's like, yeah, you know, I think I'm finally getting it. I think I'm getting yes, it. I'm like, exactly. oh my God, he was like 76 at the time, I'm like, good Lord. <laughs> but you know what? what, it's funny, because for me, animation clicked. The way I, okay, the animation, the way I wanted to do I had I started starting to have more control mm. of the way I wanted to do it when I was at Disney. Yeah. After Dumbled, um, because I would like Dumbled, I did some maybe I did some good animation. I don't know, but at Disney, something I, I was able to do the way I wanted to, mm. always wanted to, and something clicked. I was like, oh, okay, that, I got I got a system yeah. that worked for me. I don't use assistants. I do most of my in betweens. I do like a lot of work. But fast, I don't let my footage don't don't you know, don't go down too much because I got a system working for me. But something clicked like, okay, now I understand this. I can now I understand how the uh, spacing works, the time for timing and everything. Yeah. Uh, for everybody, one time it clicks. Okay, now I can I know this. You know, it takes a little time for some people, but it, you know some people get earlier, yeah. but. It's something that you constantly, you're constantly working until you get it. Yeah, yeah, that's it for sure. I don't believe like, it's like, na like now, now, right now, I'm doing some animation for me. Uh, it's my personal work. Uh, hopefully, I can get this done next year. But now I'm doing things that I was, I was never able to do it before. It's like Richard Williams. Now he's eighty something. He's, yeah. he's doing, he's doing this, this movie that. It's the way he always wanted to do it, he couldn't do it before. Yeah. He didn't have the, uh, um, he couldn't control it, he, mm. he didn't have it time, but now he has it. Wow. For me, for me, it's this, I'm almost the same thing, now I can do the animation I want to do, but I couldn't do it before. You know? So because you're constantly working, mm. you know, and learning, and practicing. And I can't wait to see that, that should be very inspiring. <laughs> yeah, I hope I can finish next year, we'll see. <laughs> Do you feel like 2D animators coming up today can have a sustainable career in animation? Yeah, that's, that's a difficult question because I know many people want to do 2D animation mm. and draw animation. I know our students, and, but there's not much work, yeah. to be honest, in, in hand-drawn animation. Even though there are, there are new animators that I know who are amazing mm. in hand-drawn. Uh, when I was working in DreamWorks, for me and my chef, they hired this... Uh, French animators, young guys, mm. and they did the animation were like amazing. It was like better than many people who, were, who had been doing this for okay. years. I mean, a brilliant animation. And it's too bad there's no studio that can absorb these guys. And they wanted to stay, but they couldn't because they were, the move was shelved, you know, as you know. So they had to return back to to, to Europe. Um, there's some amazing people out there who can do hand drawn animation. Mm. 
but again, it's only a few movies here and there, especially in Europe. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and they told me I, I don't I don't work for European movies, um, except for Sergius, you know. I work for him, but yeah. but they're like French which I don't work for them, so I don't know much. But they but because I have friends who are French yeah. and they work in the industry there, they told they told me it's not easy. It's like they do a movie, they make a movie. When it's done, everybody's laid off, yeah. and good. they have to find another job. And so it's not like it's, it's very difficult. Mm. So it's not it's not like CG. CG animation can get can go to us. Well, maybe even CG. I don't know what's happening now, but some people don't get they get laid off too, right? Yeah, absolutely. After. Yeah, it's they it's not just like, take it's not no, they take everybody, they take on a lot of people to finish off a movie and then a huge portion of the team then end up getting laid off because they don't need as many people to start another movie. Yeah, so, so it's the same way. Maybe, maybe it's the same. Uh, well, the only difference is that there are more CG movies mm. done so they can get a job easily than and draw animation. Yeah. And that's, that's the only difference, but it's, nobody's, it's not, nobody's safe anymore. Like. It's not like a, like when you were, we were working at Disney for many years yeah. constantly. Yeah. It doesn't happen much. Maybe for a small team, mm. a small group of people. Yeah. But for hand drawn animation, there's not much going on. No, it's a shame. It's a big shame. But there's still there's people out there keeping it alive, like Sergio. And I know yes. Duncan does yeah, hopefully, too. Yeah, hopefully his book is going to be made now. Because yeah. I heard he's going to, he got the finances to do it. Yeah, they're doing, I don't, I could be completely wrong. But I know they're... Um, they've signed up with Cinesite in Montreal, and I don't know if Cinesite is doing close or not. But Cinesite is a CG movie, CG um, studio, so I don't know what's happening there. Well, but yeah, so it's but going to be, going to be a Klaus is two D, so I don't know. Yeah, but maybe it's going to be done. The animation maybe maybe done in Spain. Yeah. And then maybe the rest, maybe the rest is going to be done. In, I mean, the technical parts going to be done in Canada. I don't know. Yeah, maybe some compositing or something. Yeah. Who knows? But I, 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 don't, I have no idea. But uh, it's a it's a hand drawn movie. Yeah, know? that's why Which I was curious. Amazing. I was like, Cinesite? Really? How did that happen? What are they going to do? But <laughs> yeah, maybe it's compositing. Maybe something like that. Then. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is, but yeah. So Sergio, Sergio is the uh, Klaus might might be like a very important production and drawn animation, mm. especially now. And as far as I know, there's not much else. There's not much going on. You gonna work yeah. on class? Yeah. Well, I don't know. He he asked me um, if I if I can or will. Yeah. I did I did some scenes for the trailer. Mm. Which ones? To to help out. I just I just had to help out because uh, I I was busy and also he I think he called me a little late. But I only did scenes. If you remember when the the people closed closed the door at him, those classic scenes. I did all those. And the one he's uh, he's inside the cabin. And he's like uh, riding with a blanket mm -hmm. over him. He's riding and he sniffs his sniffs his. I did that one. And then when he's looking at the at the very end, he's looking at the on the window inside the Santa Claus uh, mm -hmm. cabin uh, house. And he knocks on the door. Door opens. I only did those scenes just to help out. Yeah, the animation. And all, it, throughout the whole thing was just so beautiful, and there yeah, was beautiful, lovely yeah. little textural things in there. Really no, charming. visually, visually, it's, mm. it's very nice. It's stunning. It's very, yeah. it's fresh thing for hand drawn animation. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. excited. I'm very excited about that too. Really. <laughs>
So even though, even though I, I really like Giacomo's Secret. Do you, do you know that one? No. Giacomo's Secret? No. Sergio's other project? Oh, and yes, he yes. Uh, it has a trailer. It's an like Italian yeah. thing. Different pronunciation in my head anyway. I've never heard it pronounced before. Oh, 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 okay, I think it's Giacomo's. Giacomo's Secret. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think it's beautiful. Oh my God, I like incredible. I like I like because it's very close to uh, like sword and stones, mm. you know that kind of. I love that style. So for yeah. me, really, I wish I, I wish I could see something like that. But I think, but I don't think it's uh, for today's uh, audience. Yeah, maybe no, no, the audience, maybe audience too. But people who are gonna finance a movie mm. for them, this something old. Yeah. But you don't want to see that. I felt like the, each part of the animation just was... It, they took their time and you can really feel yes. it and it's enjoyable. And now with CG animation, well, in animation in general, everything's so fast, you know? Yeah. And it's like, yeah. wow, cut too fast. But in those, like, the way Sergio does it, it's just so nice. You take your time and enjoy it. It's lovely. Yes. Really beautiful. But um, what creates appeal and a pose for you? Appealing up. Pose. Pose. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, for me, it's, it feels natural. Mm. Like it, that's the th that's the main thing. It has to feel not only beautiful drawn but natural. Mm. I think that's the the key thing, you know. And by getting there is what I tell when I give workshops or I tell students is by practicing quick quick sketches. Yeah. You know, and see people and draw the attitude, like just the pose and attitude, and mm. that's how you get to do good poses, you know. Yeah. It's based on the real. Real and, life. Yeah, but for me, it feels natural. It's, even though it's cartoony, mm. even though it's cartoony, but it feels natural. I think that's the, the key for me. Yeah. And what is the most interesting thing anybody ever said to you about animation or about acting? Oh, I'm just, I don't know. <laughs> That's a difficult question about animation. Yeah. The most, maybe, most interesting thing? Yeah, maybe something Sergio said to you when you're working with him or uh, Andreas or... I don't know, but he told me much. <laughs> <laughs> I have to think about that one. I don't know, I got, I got lots of... Um, it could be anybody as well, it could be your mother. Yeah. My mother never says anything about <laughs> <my mother. laughs> No, no. So, so I don't, I don't know. I don't know who said that, but some people told me they, especially um, for the drawings, they think my drawings has personality. Mm. In the, in, when, that's what they. Not only one person. Many people told me they, when you see my drawings, um, especially the, like designs or, or like one drawing, they can feel the personality of the character. Mm. They can. They can. If it is one drawing that I do, most of the time they can tell a story of the character. They, they know what's going on. And, and I remember one one director that I, I was working on this project. In the the studio had several several designers that he I think he wanted to show something different than mine, like more stylized. But the director said, no, no, I want similar because he has his drawing has personality. You know, yeah. the character has personality. That's, that's something that I, I I heard a lot. Mm. About his personality, there's a key thing. Something that I learned, uh, I heard from the Nightmare Man a lot, especially Frank and Ollie. They talk about if you if you listen to them, the, if you see like documentaries, 
they always talk about personalities, personality here, personality there. It's true. It's, the, the drawing has to show the personality, personality of that character. Yeah. Because you can, that's why I tell people, it's, it's easy to do a, draw, a good draw, a beautiful drawing, but it's not, it's not easy to do a drawing with personality. Mm. It's different, you know. You can do a good drawing, like a, oh, great shapes here, and but sometimes they don't have personality. Yeah. And how do you do that? How do you get good personality into drawing? Is it just through knowing the character really well, or focusing? No, no. Sometimes, no, sometimes I do like one drawing, like I decide to do a drawing that day, like uh, just just for fun. Mm. But uh, it's not like one a drawing for nothing. It's just like I think about it, like okay. Let's say that's the, this drawing I did recently. Uh, this waiter showing the menu. Mm -hmm. Don't know if you saw on Facebook. And the guy is like, oh, yeah. look at the menu with the girl. Okay. Yeah. It's, it, when I do that, I don't only. I'm gonna do a nice waiter here, and this guy looking. I mean, it's not that way. It's like, okay, this waiter is like he's showing this guy. Okay, this is the best food here. I'm gonna suggest to you. Mm -hmm. The other guy is the guy who doesn't doesn't have a lot of money, but he's excited because he has the girl yeah. next to him. You know? So it's a kind of little story, <laughs> yeah. like it's like a person. It's the personality. It's not. It's like it's not only drawing for drawing. It's, yeah. it's a little story behind that. You know? yeah. That's what I try to add to the, any drawing mm. that I do. I think yeah, I think personality uh, is is the, the thing that I always heard from Frank and all of these guys, and yeah. it's true. It's the most important thing. That's what they they talk the most about their work mm. when you hear them. For the Disney movies that they made, it's personality. Yeah. And that goes for a drawing or for the whole scene. Mm -hmm. Nice. What makes a scene memorable for you? Um, okay, if it makes people feel when they watch it, mm -hmm. makes them feel what they're supposed to feel. Like yeah. if, if the scene is really, if it's really funny, if they laugh at the at the visual animation, for me, is the amazing thing because it's very easy to laugh at the what they say, mm, yeah, yeah. the line, right? But when they laugh at the animation, it's, for me, it's magical. Yeah. So it's memorable. Especially if it's pantomime. If they laugh at that, oh, maybe it's amazing for, for us. Uh, for, for me, it's, it's very, it's, it's magical. Um, <laughs> and also when it's technically, when it's like a combination, technically perfect, mm. and personality is there, and the entertainment is there, all together, yeah. That's that's the best, you know. Because sometimes, it, you know, you have. I'm sure you've seen it. Um, you have animation that's not per. It's not really that nice. I mean, it's not perfect. You, you see problems, but people laugh anyway because yeah. it's funny. Yeah. Or because of the line, or mm. but when everything is connected, yeah. like there's the scene. Just an example. This scene in the Klaus uh, teaser, where the guy is going to. Uh, He's coming up the stairs and then he's gonna knock or something. And then this guy puts the, put the gun. Uh, there's this gun that this big long gun mm -hmm. comes out of the door and he, oops, it turns him. <laughs> you know, go back uh, downstairs. That's it's perfect. It's technically perfect mm -hmm. and the the, the 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 gag is perfect. It's, you laugh at it. I, I laugh at it, yeah. which is difficult because I, and I don't laugh a lot when I see animation because for us it's like. It's different than the audience. Yeah, you know? for sure. We see more like a we see technical stuff more than the yeah <laughs> the entertainment. <stuff. laughs> I was able to laugh at that. Was brilliant done. The timing, everything for me is perfect to get put together. Yeah. When that happens, like 
is the best you can have. That's true. Like some some of the Doppler scenes, like for me, is a combination of technically perfect and uh, is the acting is perfect, personality, mm. and and it, it makes people really feel. I mean, they laugh when they see when they yeah. just do the way he acts. You laugh at because you know people like that. You know. Yeah. It, it's perfect. True to life. Yeah. How do you like? What is charm? When people say, you know, there should be some charm in your scene, and I guess it's like Doppler. He's just full of charm. Yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. It's charming because he's um, a character you, first of all, he's not, not only appealing in design, but the way he, he moves, the way he acts, yeah. is very appealing. It's very, it feels real. Yeah. Even though he's a, he's, he's he's a creature, he's a dog, <laughs> for, some, for some reason, he's believable. Yeah. I think I think that's it. You know, it's believable, and somehow I forget their drawings for a while. Yeah, that's that's very hard when mm. people forget their. Somebody drew that. That's, yeah. the, that's what Frank and I used to say too. When people forget that, they, they watch the movie. You know, they get into the character and they laugh in the character. They forget it's a CG movie or yeah. it's a hand drawn. It's it's, it's the character. It's, that's the perfect uh, result. You know? mm. I think that's that's what. That's the charm. Yeah. Is getting that. It's difficult. <laughs> it's very difficult, yeah. Very difficult. Yeah. And animation, it's not spontaneous by any means, but we have to make it feel like it is, like the character is just thinking there in the moment. How, do you have any tips for that? Or that's, like... the, that's, the cha that's the challenge, yeah, to make it... Because uh, sometimes we work on a scene for several days, yeah. for a week. But it has to feel like spontaneous, like yeah. something that just happened, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> Well, for me, for me, uh, the tip for, for I have to say is planning. If you mm. plan well, you can you can you can get the result. Is planning for me? You have to plan. Yeah. You have to think really think well about. It's very. There's no time to think about a lot about doing thumbnails or planning these days. Yeah. But the, the productions. Well, that's that's my. Uh, that's what happened to the productions I worked on. Mm. You know, as an animator, there was never time to really, like you know, like you hear from the old days, like working or milk car used to sit down for a whole day just thinking about, yeah, or two you days, and, and then then they'll do the scene. That doesn't happen anymore. It's impossible. You know? yeah. So um, I think you have to to plan is very important, but you have to find some time just to plan it. You mm. Know? Mm. That's I think that's how you can get the. Something to be spontaneous, but we have to plan that be spontaneous, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's so fast-paced nowadays. I remember, I think it was Milk that used to spend seventy-five percent of his time just thinking about it, and then he'd go mm -hmm. and just animate away. Um, but these yeah. days, you don't you, you don't have the opportunity to do that. So, especially for young animators, what advice would you have for them to try to build up speed when they just come into the industry and you're alongside all these other super fast animators? Yeah, okay. If you if, if you was going to be a hand drawn animator, mm -hmm. I would say all this stuff I you know yeah. like drawing, drawing every day, sketch sketch people. You see, he I know it's different. I know for I know many people don't even draw. Mm -hmm. They yeah. don't have to draw, right? They, or they don't need to be a great draftsman to do CG animations. Yeah. Um, I know some uh, this some this this studio here. 
I'm not going to say the name, but the, most of the, 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 the employees, the actors were not, they couldn't draw very well. Yeah. But they did, they did the movie and worked. Mm -hmm. It was a big success. So I don't know. I think for the CG animators is studying acting. Mm -hmm. yeah, they have to study acting, like watch movies, mm -hmm. good actors. That goes for the hand-drawn animators too, of course. But mm -hmm. if I talk about the... The CG. the CG people, animators, they're going to be working CG anyway these days. Yeah. I, I would say acting is, the, is studying acting. Mm. But the technical part, they have to know, of course, yeah. they have to know all the animation principles for sure. There's no, there's no escape, you know, they have <laughs> to do that. Uh, and that is like, they have to do it. There's, there's no other way. If you don't do it, yeah. it's, it's the same for both, hand-drawn and CG. You have to do nice. it. You have to sit down and do it seeing a test, you fail and then you do again and mm. it shows somebody who knows better, they're going to point the problems, they're going to do it. If you don't, you have to study frame by frame, which uh, is one of the best ways to learn is frame by frame, yeah. analyzing, but not only frame, the frame and look, you have to analyze that, yeah. you know. So for me it's the best study, it's studying acting and frame by frame locomotion. People walking or doing stuff. Good actors doing movements. Mm. The way they move. You know. yeah. So it's, it's constantly studying to get it faster. It's not only you sit there and you have a storyboard and you know what's going on. Then you just animate. You have to, you have to know more about you know, yeah. locomotion. Yeah. I had a mentor. Um, I don't know if you know his name, Mark Aftadal, but he would make me take scenes from my favorite or take just frames from my favorite scenes. And draw them, but he'd like make me draw them smaller or bigger, so he wouldn't like you're not gonna copy uh -huh. over it, but you're gonna draw exactly that, but on a different piece of paper. And it made me focus on you know the pose, and I uh -huh. learned so much from that pose because I don't have frame by framing. I'm like, yeah, I see it, but then I kind of forget it, and I don't know. Yes. Where. And he's like, well, you're gonna draw it, then you won't forget it that way. So no, no, but uh, no, it's a good idea because uh, I remember when I used to watch. I, I still do, but. Yeah, earlier I used to watch frame by frame to study this animation. Yeah. Sometimes I would make them, uh, I would copy the yeah. poses, like a little, like small, rough thumbnails. Yeah. Did same just to see the study the, because it's different when you put down paper. Yeah, it definitely. I, yeah, it's a good idea. I think it, it's a valid it way of studying. Yeah. I think yeah, for sure. Um, true. How do you come up with ideas, both for in the pose and also how the character might do something, how it moves? Okay, pose in, okay, try to ask again, it's a combination of pose with the way he moves. How do you come up with ideas for a pose? Oh, ideas, yeah. oh, for a scene? Yeah, and then also uh, how the character might actually move. Okay, uh, okay, when I have a scene, if, it, if, it's, if it's very early in production and nobody has done any scenes, so I don't know, because when you have reference, you know, okay, the character, the animator established the character moving that way, and he acts this way. So it kind of is easier. But when it's starting, you have to, for me, you have to, again, think, try to see in my mind mm. this character moving and how he would react or, or do any movement. I have to think about. And then I would, sometimes I would study some. If I have time to study some live action, mm. some actors that I like, they might be similar to what yeah. the character would do. 
I still, it's a very good thing to do live action study, which I never did before in, in, earlier in my career yeah. because I didn't know I had to do that. <laughs> but it's very important to do that. It's learned so much. Um, yeah, so I have to think about, and of course, you have to know who the character is. And, and also, like, you have to know, okay, the character is old or he's young or he's old. You have to know a lot about the characters too, because an old person is going to move different than a younger person. So all these things is, we have to take in consideration. So for the movement, it's something that I have to, if I have to invent the movement, it's going to be based on reality, you know, even if it's cartoony. Yeah. You know, unless it's something really wacky, like, uh, you know, I don't know, wacky, what kind of animation, but <laughs> the legs, you know, spinning or yeah. something, that's different. But if it's a normal acting, it has to, be, has to feel natural, even though it's cartoony. Mm -hmm. And the movement has to feel like, some people do that, you know. So it, for me, it's just like studying and thinking about, you know, and, and doing myself sometimes. Sometimes I do myself the, the acting. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I think it's just analyzing and studying, like watch good actors, mm -hmm. try to get ideas from several places, yeah. you know, and and have like in your mind all this information and. Mm -hmm. When you have something, a character to start or to animate, you can remember something. Oh, this act, this action here, you yeah. got this, this funny thing with the hand, yeah. this actor. Maybe I can use that for this, exactly. for this, this line. So this, that's how I work. It's like remembering, mm. and it, but again, it's based on reality, what people do. Yeah, nice. We're finishing up soon enough because I know it's getting quite late there for you. Um, okay, no. <laughs> I just want to ask your advice for longevity in the industry because you've been going for quite a while now, many many yeah. years. <laughs> no, okay, if, if, you, if you if you count since I started the commercials, eighty five. Yeah. It's a long time. I thirty over thirty years. years. Old. I was four years old. <laughs> you see, yeah, but you, you already... started when you were fourteen. In all fairness, so. I see. Yeah, <laughs> no. So I've been over thirty years. That's long incredible. Time. Yeah. What is the secret? It's funny journey? because it's still, it's, I still feel I have, haven't done what I, exactly what I want to do. There's more, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no time, but I'll, I'll try to do it. Oh, you're um, not old. You're not old. There's plenty yeah. of time left. I feel like, uh, well, for, maybe for the, the industry, I might get a little <laughs> older, but I don't know. I've been trying to get um, to the point where I can do uh, my film, mm. my short film. I want to do a short, personal short film. And also have a project for a feature film mm. that I'm trying to do a teaser now, yeah. so I can show people. So that's my next step. But I, but going back to your short question, um, I think again I might I'm gonna repeat myself. It's work, working hard, yeah. you know, working hard, and try to um, try to. I'm not gonna say only be nice to people, but try to be a professional. Mm. You know, and if you get a if you get a, a project, try to finish in, in because I know I, have some, I know some animators who never finish their job. I mean, they're, they're working. It's like they're not, not very professional. They have to have to be professional, very professional. And I don't know. I just keep working hard and try. I, in my case, I try like I'm an animator, right? I was an animator in a in hand drawn animator, but then DG came in and I said, I don't want to. 
to do CG. I like I like to watch CG movies, but I don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. So I need to be flexible, mm. right? So I think I had to design some storyboarding. So I think if you are flexible, if you can be do more than one thing, it's, it might help a lot. Yeah. In, sure. in, in in the industry, mm. like in my case, it helped a lot because I can I, I like to draw. Mm. So I got into design. It saved me a lot. Yeah. Because if, if I if I had to paint only on hand drawn animation, I'll be in trouble. Yeah. So I had to do design work, I had to do some storyboarding. Um, and now I'm doing books too, you know, like children books. Yeah. And so, uh, which I'm, I'm enjoying a lot. Uh, a lot I'm, I'm loving this side of uh, yeah. non-animation, non-animation <laughs> is illustration and children's book. So uh, it had to, I try to be flexible. I think that's why I last that long, this long. Mm. Uh, I think, yeah, if you're, able to do more than one thing. Because for just an animator, well, you see you, you're going to always get jobs. You know? mm. Yeah, I think I would say yeah, try to be, there's another word for it. Yeah. Not only flexible is that when you do many things, how, do, how, how would you, there's a word for it. When you can do many, vers versatile. Oh, right? versatile. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's true. If you can, you know, because yeah. um, especially if you want to draw, like, uh, sometimes you, you can get a storyboard job, but then you, if the job is over, you might, if you do design, you might get that job in design there, and then you can go back to storyboard here. Mm. And maybe you want to do animation again. Oh, that's this job in animation, yeah. I can do animation again here. That's, that's what's happening to me. I, I've, been, I've been doing well since uh, I left. Uh, I wasn't, I didn't leave. I was laid off from Disney in, when they closed down Florida. Mm. So I've, I've been doing well since that time because uh, I've been doing tons of things mm -hmm. from many students, design, storyboarding. Yeah. So, yeah, in hand drawing animation, there's always something happening. Yeah. It's small things. Yeah. That's why, that's why I'm not going to say, oh, there's jobs out there. There's, there isn't. It's like when they, when there's something going on, they call Sandro. Yeah. They call, you know, people they know. Sandra, it's yeah, only yeah. us. Yeah. Not many people. Mm -hmm. So it's not like a big thing. But there's always something going in hand drawing animation. Um, so I, I, I'd be able to jump from, and draw animation to design to storyboard. So yeah. there's always something I can do. And then books, you know. So I, for me, it, have, it worked for me to be versatile, so I can do many things. Yeah. But if, it, if for just an animator, I don't know. It's, you have to really work really well. Try to do the best work you can. Mm -hmm. So people, you have you can have a good, really good reel, strong yeah. reel to get to get the next job. Yeah. So what are you working on right now? Because I know you're doing a lot of things. You're doing your book, you're doing your film, which I didn't know about, but you're also coming up to Dragon's Lair and... Okay, okay, Dragon, okay Dragon's Lair, Dragon's Lair is, is done both again. Uh, what happened is, I don't know much about that. I don't know, <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll explain that. They, I worked with them before, so mm -hmm. they know me. And Gary Goldman, we're, we're still good friends since I left. We're still in contact, yeah. we all stay in contact. So. Um, this time they, you know, he asked me, would you, would you animate if you get the finance? Of course, yeah, if I, if I can do it, I'll do it. And so they, that's why they put my name there in the, as one of the animators. So, but I, I think this, they are playing, they're doing layouts. I don't know what's going on. So when oh, they, they are ready for me to animate, they're going to call me, so can you do some shots? Yeah. yeah and uh, I then I'll, I'll just do some shots mm -hmm. to help out. It's, yeah. like, it's not like I'm really involved. Yeah. Uh, 
I'm not there like Quite developing with them. Yeah. That's the thing, you know. Yeah, so like some people will ask me, oh, so can I get a job there? I said, no, I don't. It's yeah. not, no, it's not me, you know. Yeah. I, I, can I can tell them about you. Yeah. But uh, it's, not, it's, it's up it's to me. them. Yeah. Sure. Right, I'm, I'm just like uh, I'll be an animator helping doing some shots. Mm. That's that's the thing. You be working remotely? Not, huh? But will you be? You, you probably don't know, but will you be working remotely or will you be working? Oh no! Yeah, from remote? Yeah. And I read yeah. somewhere it was probably a long time ago. Maybe things have changed. But you were thinking about creating your own studio there in in Brazil. Is that true? Are you still? You know? Well, I tried to. I'm not a good businessman. <laughs> yeah. uh, I didn't want. I did. First, when I left, when I was laid off at Disney, I came back here, and I was excited to, to try to open a studio mm -hmm. in some part here in Sao Paulo and do my own things. But I did everything wrong, and I made bad, uh, really bad deals. And my first project, even though it turned out, I mean, the way the the director liked it, mm -hmm. he said it was the best thing done with his character, love it. But I was screwed financially. Yeah. I had people. I, I, what happened is the studio, I made a bad deal because I was, I didn't know anything mm -hmm. about business. I didn't know how to do it. I just basically, uh, you know, I basically said yes to the contract that they gave me. Mm -hmm. I said, yeah, okay. Even though I, didn't, I wasn't going to make money, I was thinking, oh, my baby with this, with this thing, I can do, get more projects yeah. and then get more money later. I wasn't, I was just trying to get a good, make a good job for my first project for my studio. But I, it doesn't work that way. And then they didn't pay me oh, for a long yeah. time. And, and the people I hired to work for me kept calling me, hey, where's my money? Where's my money? Yeah. And I had girlfriends of these guys, hey, where's Arby? It was, it was horrible. One guy wanted to punch me in the face. I was like, man, I don't, they don't pay me. I, I finished yeah. the job, I sent the job, they love it, but they didn't pay me. It took a long time for me to get the money from them. And the only way I got the money was when I, I moved I was like zero in my account. It was like uh, didn't, I didn't have I didn't know what to do. And my friend in Arizona, he opened a studio there in Arizona. And he said, I opened my studio here. Would you would you would you work for me? I'll give you a salary. I said yes. Yeah. He saved me. He saved my you know. He really saved me. So I went there, but I called everybody before. I said listen, I'm not I'm not going away. Yeah. I'm gonna pay you, but I need to take this job. I explained to them. As soon as I get the money, I pay everybody. So I got there, I called the studio in California. See, I'm here in Arizona, with the car, I'm gonna go over there, I'm gonna get my money. Yeah. And they were like, oh, you're local now. And then the next day they pay me. It's like, ah. What the hell? I had to, yeah, it was horrible, it's horrible. I'm not gonna say the name of the studio, but it's horrible. Yeah. Very professional. It, it, it was a lot of work, I did like a lot of work for them. I did yeah. from, I, I took all the way, like two minutes a sequence, all the way from storyboard, all the, all the way to clean up. From storyboard to clean up. Inky Paint was done in Canada. But I did a lot of work. Mm. Uh, I did layouts. A lot of work. Yeah. And they, didn't, they didn't want to pay me. But eventually I got paid and then I paid everybody that I, I need to pay. I was yeah. like, okay. And my profit? Because people yeah. thought I was making lots of money because it's a, it's a production from the States. Yeah. You know, that's how people think. Mm. And my profit was $800. Oh, man. $800. This is nothing. Yeah. So was that was like a big mistake, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, just, I decided, you know what? Dealing with people is very difficult. Mm -hmm. I didn't have the anybody to help me, like producer. Mm -hmm. So I decided not to do that anymore. So I tried. And then after I did, I took another job in 
I had a partner, but it didn't work out either. It was a lot of work. I decided to not do that anymore. It yeah. just, it's, for me, it's easy to be a freelancer. I can work for studios. It's my responsibility if I, if I d deliver or not. It's, yeah. it's me. I'm not depending on other people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, you know, some people they, they they take the job, they work, and they, well, they want to see it. It doesn't show up, and you don't know what it is. It's like it's horrible. <laughs> it's too so much. that's why that's why I'm not. I decide to be just a freelancer and work as a freelancer because yeah. it's, I can make a. Um, it's easier for me. I can make a, my life easier that way. I can do the job I like to do. Yeah. Do my own personal project. And, yeah. And not have to deal with paying people. You know? Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. It's too much. It's, too it's much. a, it's a big job. So, with your upcoming feature, will you be directing, or will you give it to somebody else to direct? Are you gonna be? Do you have any idea? Oh no, my my project. Yeah. Oh no, no, it's like uh, I want to direct. Yeah. yeah. But what happened is uh, I had this idea, and I want to I want to make a film. It happens in the Amazon forest. It, it isn't, but it's not like one for Brazil. It's a Mm. It's a story for universal. Everybody can understand that. Mm. It just happens to be in the Amazon. Mm. It has mystery, it has magic, you know. Yeah. But what I'm trying to do is, I want to. I'm animating this teaser, and I want to put together this teaser, like one minute, mm. you know, with the characters animated. There's a little sequence, and with the logo at the end, name, so people can, so people can look at it. What the hell is that? Yeah. I want to see this. Yeah, now that's yeah, like that's why it's a teaser. You know, I want to yeah. see this. You know, so I'm trying to develop. I'm developing this, and what I'm gonna try to do is to see if I can get finance mm. to do a feature film. Mm. Yeah, that's my idea. I don't know if it's gonna happen. I'm gonna. It's my first time. I've never yeah. done that on my own. Yeah. And I, what I'm doing now is doing the the artwork, like for for this teaser, and developing story and characters. And when I'm done, I'm going to put the pencil down and just go after, okay, let's talk to people with money now. Yeah. Let's see who can pay for this, who, can, yeah. who wants to invest. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how I can do that. Maybe I can try to, maybe I can try to get a producer or somebody interested in helping me. Mm -hmm. But it's a different job. It's a, it's a job selling it. Yes, yes. Which I've never done before. Mm. Uh, right now, I'm, a, I'm the artist doing it. But mm. after, I'm going to be, try to be the producer, yeah. the guy asking for the money, okay, I have this project, I want to make this project, you know, that's, that's what I'm, trying, going, I'm going to do, and I don't know if I'm going to succeed or not, but I, it's something I have to get out of my system, I have to do this. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. It's my next step. Yeah. And also, also, I've been dying to do a personal short film, like mm. something that I, I directed. Yeah. It's my creation, my animation, nobody's, I'm, I'm doing my on my own, mm. so I can't festival something that again I want to get out of my system I need to do this is the next step for me yeah yeah that's, that's that's what I'm trying to do but it's at the same time I have to balance with work yeah with jobs to pay the bills it's, 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 difficult. it's <laughs> difficult it's difficult yeah for sure because there's so much you know it's very very hard to say no to jobs mm. when you're a freelancer mm. Yeah, because you never know yeah. when the next one's coming exactly so I, I try to get jobs and mm. say yes and I feel like Okay, I, I need to get paid to pay my bills, but I need time to do my own thing. So yeah. it's, to find the balance is so it's difficult. Hard. It's really hard. Yeah. But you know, you have some really great connections or friends that you can ask advice for, and when you're trying to, you know, expose your your short film, like totally. Ken Duncan, Sergio, 
and oh, total and bonus. Yeah, take bonus advantage. Price. You know, I'm sure they're even even no big producers. Maybe they can recommend people for sure. People that they yeah, have yeah. used that are creditable, credible. Oh, totally, totally. Yeah. You know. Well, the, the, the main thing is having something to show them. Okay, yeah. this is what I want to do. That's that's the thing. I have because you, you, it's easy just to tell them. Okay, my story is about this. Mm. this. But if you show something that oh, visually, okay, it's interesting. Yeah. That's that's what I want to do. And have the like the characters, you know, in the storyline, everything perfect. So I can show them. Okay, this is the project. You know? Yeah. Oh, that's really exciting. Yeah. Really exciting. Yeah. Let's let's see if it happens. I, I don't know. I mean, it's wonderful for us to see people from you know the generation before us doing this and keeping 2D alive and it's not just the big studios that you have to go to anymore you you know it gives us like let's yeah. say that you can make something by yourself and you know yes one person you, know, it, yeah. you can do with a fraction what they make yeah. what they what they pay in studios yeah. and the big studios with a fraction it could be filmed yeah and it's really inspiring I mean, especially, especially here you know in brazil <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess the it was, yeah the dollar exchange rate that's yeah, why all the work is coming up to Canada, right? Because the exchange rate is so... Uh, exactly, yes. Yeah. Not so good for when we want to leave Canada. It's like, you've got oh, no money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all good. It's all good. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you go because it's really late there. But I do want to ask you one more question. Sure. And that is, what is the greatest piece of advice anybody ever gave you and who is it from? <laughs> yeah, let me see if I remember. Uh, oh, yeah, somebody told me, uh, my friend. Oh, yeah, my, I have a great... Yeah, this one great one. Uh, I was doing this. Uh, I was doing this. Well, I'm okay. I'm a kind of guy who's very uh, perfectionist and try to do something that ha has to be perfect or has to be really good. And I, I've been always like that. And I remember I was doing a, a short film one time. I started in Ireland when I was working Dumbwood on my own at home, and I finished in Arizona. But I, of course, I didn't finish. But what happened is. I look, I look again at the animation, it's not to, to the level I wanted, and I threw away everything, uh, which I regret because yeah. I'd love to see. Some friend, I have two friends who saw it, yeah. and they liked it, they thought it was great, but I was so hard on myself at the mm -hmm. time, that I threw all the drawings, I don't even have the drawings, the, I don't have anything, the, the footage, I don't have it, and I shot tons of pencil tests. Yeah. So I was doing this, about this fish, anyway, but I, I threw away everything, it doesn't exist. And I was telling my friend, my friend told me, Sandra, what might not look good to you might look amazing to many people. Yeah. And I was like, that stuck with me because I, it's true. Sometimes you, you, you're so hard on yourself, but mm. maybe you're doing something other people might really think is great. Yeah. Or, might, or might work out. People yeah. might enjoy it. You know? so, that, so after that, I, never, I decided never to do that anymore. To, you know, do something, just throw away because I don't like it. Yeah. You know, of course, like, I'll, I'll, redo, I'll redo things, but I'll never throw the whole film, like, <laughs> yeah. the whole, like, years of work, you know. Interesting, yeah. Wow. It was crazy. Yeah, I worked for two years, and I you threw just... away everything, because I, I was so hard on myself. Yeah. Know? I'm still, I'm still am very hard on myself, but mm. I want to do everything perfect. And, mm. But my friend said that, I was like, yeah, it's true, like, you know, it might not look, might not, not look good to you, but it might be. Somebody else. Something really good. Yeah. yeah, that's good. That's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> it makes you keep going, you know. Yeah. Because yeah. sometimes, that, sometimes I do something that I look back and say, "Is this really? Is this, is this good or not?" Yeah. Then, well, that's why Facebook is fun. It's interesting because 
when I, when I'm not sure, I put there in a the response. Mm. So oh, okay, maybe maybe oh, people like it. You know, so it's not that bad. You know? <laughs> yeah. So it's like a way of knowing. Yeah, you know, what's good, what's fine. Or if you have something that works and people mm. like, you enjoy or not. Yeah. So. Sweet, sweet. Also, so my my I would say to people, don't throw away your work. Just put it away for a while. Yeah, and come back to back. it. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. I'm gonna let you go. Stop talking. Because <laughs> okay, right. it's been like two hours yeah, thank, now. Yeah, thanks for much. Well, thank for you so me. much. I really, really appreciate. It. I know you're super busy, and I yeah, and lovely, lovely to see you again. I was so oh, nervous about you. this one because I love your work so much, and everybody's oh, oh so thanks awesome. so much. You're so lovely. I was like, oh, I can't be panicking. Oh, thanks so much. Right now, you're very, very sweet and great answers. It was really lovely to talk to you. I hope so. I hope it works out. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Thanks for having my book there. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I can't wait for more of them. <laughs> All right. I'll do, eventually I'll do like a, a second edition with more stuff in it. Yeah. That'll be good. And there's, I've seen one, I don't know if it's a book, it's a boy and a tiger. I've seen oh one. yeah, it's a, a jaguar. Yeah, it's like a children's book, my first children's book. Oh, nice. It's about, it's about this little Indian, Amazonian Indian yeah. boy and his friends. And we went to Angolam, we released in French, mm. the French version. In Angolam, it was sold out. Everybody, I mean, everybody loved it. Yeah. It's amazing how the response was so good yeah. in Angolam. Yeah. And we decided to make a, a second story in oh. characters for next year. Oh, sweet. But so there's going to be a, I have to come up with a new story for these characters. And so you, eventually it might be like a series of books with yeah. these characters. It became yes. like... But people really loved it. One, one store there in Angolan, he asked for 30 copies. Oh. You only could sell 10 because we had to sell for other people. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, everybody was buying. It was fun to, for, to see people buying for their kids, for their nephews, yeah. nephews for, for uh, grand, grandkids, you know. Yeah. Because that's what I want. I want a book for, not, not a technical book for, uh, for us, mm, for people yeah, in the industries, for general audience. Yeah, you know? yeah. For, the, for them to enjoy the story. Yeah. That's what I wanted. So, um, yeah, I was very happy with the response. Mm. People really liked it. Yeah, your books are always selling out. This one sold out at CTN too, didn't it? Yes, in, it sold out at Stuart Inn too. Wow, that's incredible. So you it might have more, no, but yeah. it, was, it, was a, it was a bestseller, this one, yeah. the approach. Yeah. That's awesome, that's awesome. So people definitely, there's a market there, people want to know. You? Yeah, I know yeah. exactly. Yeah, I, I'm I'm very happy to know that people are still interested in hand drawn animation. Yeah, yeah. Even though there's not much work in hand drawn animation, people still want to know about and learn. Yeah, it. it's very like, nice. I feel like there's something missing in CG animation that was there in 2D animation, and it's probably something. It's the art form. It's just a connection yes. between you and the piece of paper. It's something yeah. lost in CG. I don't yes. know. It's not pushed as far. It's not as charming. It's not as believable somehow. You know. I know. Because and I, I still think uh, there is room for both if they could if they could make it more. Mm. There's room. I mean, I, if it's if it's fresh, it's, if it's a good story, and people are gonna see. I'm sure. If it's, even if it's hand drawn, I, that's what I believe it. You know. Yeah. You cannot do. You cannot repeat what you did before. Mm. If you do something fresh, which yeah. you can do. Yeah. I think I think have a chance to so to compete. Too. Yeah, but you know, you know, still, still, <laughs> they're, you know, they're not gonna. Yeah, go I know. For that. Yeah. I know. I know. 
Maybe one day. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. What's your movie? Maybe. Yeah. See? Should be exciting. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, um, I will let you go, and we'll be in touch again about the sure. other thing. And okay. Thank you. Thanks, Sandra. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Okay. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye bye. On that little patch of heaven way.